Too strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Pin to a test. Chesting in line of fire with your thin best. Bringing them boys to men. Them boys pull in. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army. Better get the Navy. Kidnap your baby. Spit at your lady. We bring knife to fist fight. Kill your drama. We kill you motherfucker. Ants with a sledgehammer Don't let me do it to you, Dunny Cause I overdo it So you won't confuse it with just rap music R.O.C. We running this rap M.E.Z. We running this rap The Broad Street Bully We running this rap Get zipped up in plastic When it happens, that's it Freak, wait We running this rap Owen Sparks We running this rap Chris and Nick We running this rap I don't care if you mob deep, I hold triggers to cruise You little f**k, I got money stacks bigger than you When I was pushing weight, back in 88 You was a ballerina, I got the pictures, I seen you Then you dropped shook one, switch your demeanor Well, we don't believe you, you need more people Rockefeller, students of the game, we passed the class Cause nobody can read you dudes like we do Don't let them gas you like Jigger is and won't clap you Trust me on this one, I'll detach you Mind from spirit, body from soul They have to hold a mask, put your body in a hole No, you're not on my level, get your brakes tweaked I sold what your whole album sold in my first week You guys don't want it with hope Ask Nas, he don't want it with hope No, R.O.C., we running this rap B. Single, we running this rap M.E.C., we running this rap It's zipped up in plastic when it happens, that's it Oh, it's Sparks, we running this rap Freeway, we running this rap Chris and Neith, we running this rap I know you missing on the Check, 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 check it We run New York Check, check. 518 is the capital Ooh. of New York. Sorry. We run the whole state. Wow. It's think, like that. I think wow. Albany is the capital of New York. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But 518 is like... But check it. 518 is part of Albany. What? Or Albany? Albany's Albany part of 518. 518. Oh, okay. Yo, did you know that 518 area code goes to, can, to the Canadian border? Yeah. Blacksburg. Like, all the way up. Right? Yeah. Right it goes all the way up. <laughs> I heard yes. they're trying to change the 518 area code too. Yeah, they're trying to add two different area codes with it. Yo, you know what's awesome? Yeah. No one knows who's talking right now. Anybody who's listening has no idea who we are. I think we only have 10 listeners, so they know. Oh, <laughs> Let me introduce myself. What's up, Matt I am, Murray? I am, uh, yeah, right? Matt Murray and uh, Amanda Yu. Shout out to them. And I am JB, aka Dirty Moses, with some purple bag in my hand. Uh, and I got my homie to the right of me. Well, they, they can't see it, so it doesn't matter. But uh, my name is Masai, uh, Beach Out Familia. Welcome to Beach Out Radio. Actually, you're not even to the I'm right. Pretty, you're in front of me. I'm pretty sure I'm to you're the to right. You're to the right. That's why I said that, but I pointed to him. <laughs> he tried to take it from <laughs> he you. He totally That's stole my reparations. time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave you your reparations last week. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best show start ever. You know why? Are you kidding me? This is because we Yo, have you will be giving us reparations. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay? <laughs> Five hundred <Wait>. years. <laughs> Wait, your children will be giving those reparations. All right? You're right. Your grandchildren right. and their mice. All right. Yo, they say, they say it takes 228 years of us gaining wealth to just catch up and be even close to the wealth that other white Americans have. So I know. And so Nate is one weekend to reparate. So, yeah, you're good. So, our 2000. <laughs> I've done my part. So our two thousand dollar <laughs> average as a people to right. their hundred thousand right. dollars is going to take us two hundred and fifty what? Two hundred twenty eight. Two hundred twenty eight years? We got this. Yeah. We do. You know why we got this? Because we reproduce, we regenerate every fifteen years. <laughs> All right, can, we, can like I propose? Mice. Can I propose we start the show over? Welcome to Beat Shot Radio. <laughs> Beat Shot Familia. My name is Masai. Hit us up on Twitter at Beat Shot Radio. Who else Word. we got with us tonight? I'm JB, aka Dirty Moses. Hey. Shout out shout out to the purple bag. Hey. Purple bag. I'm DJ got? Nate the Great. Hi. Yeah, yeah. And this is DJ Drunk Master <laughs> Say the Web. Yo, so in case you can't tell, we have a bartender in house tonight. <laughs> I think we can always tell when somebody's here mixing us drinks or when we've uh, when we've got a new uh, batch from Albany Distilling Co. But uh, I'd like to quickly introduce our resident bartender for the evening. Do you, I think you have a microphone there. Uh, could you introduce yourself? I'm Jen Miro. I... Um, you know, True Master from back in the day when he started at Quintessence. And uh-huh. That's I'm how I got trying started. to start my own podcast. I'm here to learn from You're here to steal our ideas? A yep. little bit. <laughs> you trying to you trying to appropriate? Yo. <laughs> she's, yo, she's not trying to steal you. I'm going to tell you why. All right? Why? Because I invited her. Hey, okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay. And I brought drinks. And and she's bartending, okay? That's true. All right, so put your garlic away. Put your holy water away. I invited her. Look, I had my sage stick out. About to burn her out. Oh, (laughs) damn. (laughs) About to smoke her out. And can you tell us the name of this drink that we are all delighting? It is a blackberry basil whiskey snatch. With what and what in it? Um, Whiskey. She said all the ingredients (laughs) in the title. (laughs) Not it was something else. <laughs> oh, simple syrup. Simple syrup. Oh, so you said basil? Yeah, so you ba- muddle up like the basil and the blackberry. And, and the then simple syrup. Simple syrup and shake it with the whiskey and pour it over ice. I think it's, I think it's made out of deliciousness. It's good. Yeah. So yeah. Say. Yeah. Are, you a, are you a bartender by trade or? Um, in a past life. Oh, okay. So you, yeah. okay. So I you did have... for like 10 years. Oh, wow. That's a, yeah. okay. Um, and you're white? Yes. Okay. I feel like that's important for our show for yeah. just like the context of everything. Full white privilege. Right. To have white Full people white. in here, right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I just want people to know. I didn't know actually. Well, like when when True True said we we're gonna have a bartender, I just immediately agree. Anytime a bartender's involved, like yes, absolutely. Um, and then you know, and I was like, oh, okay, you're right. Okay, I just want to know because uh, you know how things get. You you said you've listened to a few episodes of our podcast. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what was that more research, or were you just kind of interested in what's going on, or what? Well, I follow you guys because you are all over social media in Albany, and, and we're cool, and you're cool, and I've known True for some years, so I keep tabs on like the Beat Shot fam. Sweet. So you're on social media. Have you ever had to block someone? Um, I've only blocked like four people. Four people. Mm. Tell me the because we before the show we checked to see how many people we had blocked, and I'm just curious what why did you block the four people you blocked? Um, mostly so I would stop stalking them. So oh, three really? oh, oh shit! Oh, that's yeah. an interesting, yeah, interesting yeah. approach. Control my own. Wow. Yeah. That was okay. That was what I was talking. Okay, so that that's that's good. Like it, uh, that actually makes sense because you're taking the initiative to not like go after them or make yourself yeah. upset by seeing what they're posting. Um, mine are my. I mean, the people I block, it's way more petty. I just I'm usually just like I don't like you, and uh, I'd rather not. See oh, there's pettiness anything. in it. I don't like you, and I don't want to stalk <laughs> oh, you. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I stay away from people. Like I. 
I'll, I'll, I go through phases. I'll unfollow you. Like, first, if I just don't really want to read your post or really don't care, or if I find it triggering or just annoying, I'll just like, you know, I'll just don't have to follow a person. Then if then if it becomes someone like going in on my posts or commenting, I'm just like, ah, I guess I got to block you. Um, but it's, uh, it's usually a last resort for me. But I was surprised just now checking how many people I had um, had blocked. So what can, uh, this is this is more this isn't really beat shot radio tonight. It's petty shot radio. Petty shot radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, last week we did. I feel like every week though it's kind of petty. Yeah, it's we, petty. Yeah, we have, <laughs> yeah, we have petty moments. I like being and petty. Show most of my moments are petty. <laughs> yeah, I like being an asshole and being petty. Petty whack. It's hey. dope. Petty whack. Petty whack. Yeah. Uh, so who else? All right. So I want to know before we unveil like who blocked who. I want to note that Nate is not on Facebook right now. No, I'm not. So we can't. I'm even, blocked. We can't even see I've been how many. Totally blocked. blocked. All right. Yeah. What, what, what happened? Why are you off Facebook? It's a whole nother level. Yo, it's all about the last name. It's all about them wanting my the ID greats. because someone. Wait, I'm air quoting. Someone reported uh-huh. my, me as maybe my last name isn't right. Yeah. So um, they basically sent me an email and said, "Hey, it's our." Policy. You're supposed to use your real name from real life that people know you by. Blah 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 blah. Um, and then as of uh, maybe earlier this week, they locked me out and they won't let me in until I give them my ID. And I'm not giving them my ID because uh, it's not um, a car loan and it's not like my taxes. It's not. It's freaking Facebook. It's not getra, hmm. which means to means. throw. In what which language? Eventually became the word ghetto. I don't see how they that's wanted true. to throw you in one place so they can round you all up and know yes! who yes I, the Jewish look, man. Don't agree with I that. thoroughly believe see, it. I thoroughly believe it. Nate, what it is? What it is, Nate? Maybe not right now, but you be fresh as hell when the feds is watching. <laughs> <laughs> he said maybe not right now. Yeah, because you got on cargo pants. Yeah, you know. I'm saying you still fresh. And white, and white socks. And white socks. You know, I ain't gonna lie. Are those cargo pants you're wearing? <laughs> <laughs> but this has been an issue for a long time. Like People have been uh, using social media, MySpace and Black Planet, and going back like to have a- aliases and not their real names up there. And a lot of times it's for um, protection. Like They don't want to ex-boyfriend or stalker somebody you know, like Jennifer stalking them or they want to um, like just protect their identity and uh, there are a lot of trans people who are have like th- their dead name they don't want it out there right. and, a, and a good friend of mine recently had to remake uh, reestablish her Facebook profile make right. a fake email and a fake account just to have her chosen name up there mm. because Facebook kept trying to dead name her right. and uh, this became a controversy I think in late 2014 when uh, a lot of uh, drag queens and trans activists were getting like forcibly outed by uh, Facebook and it became dangerous right. because some people didn't even know that they that this was their real identity and they had to hide it from their employers and everything. So uh, it's it's obviously not that serious with you. You just like the great because it rhymes with Nate and whatever. Yeah, uh, it's but, not that serious. Yeah, with but me. but it's still uh, this came up with but, me recently because my I don't like using my slave name. So I had mm. my name was Messiah ATG and it's right. like, it's like that on all social media and eventually right. Facebook kept people kept reporting me and yep. I was faking it for a while, giving them fake uh, ID and stuff. And eventually they're just like, this isn't your name. We need your passport, whatever, or we're not doing it. Right. So I, I had to resort to using my slave name which I don't like using uh, so th- this happens all the time they caught us both around the same time with that bullshit you, yeah yeah I remember when yeah you- but uh, you know I think that there that there's a there's a bigger picture here and the bigger picture is that what I believe and this is totally my conspiracy theory but uh, but I think get it's em, totally man, possible yeah so once you've given them like if you haven't given them any ID you have a Facebook profile you have an internet profile right yep. but they haven't they can make a reasonable guess as to who you are in real life, but they don't have actual proof, mm-hmm. right? 
but once you've given them your ID, now they can really tie you back to a government entity. Absolutely. And if you've ever said anything like, oh, um, you know, anything If you on, said, fuck the police. Well, either fuck the police, I mean, or, 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 you know, the ridiculous people that, like, you know, make drug deals online, or, yeah. um, or even just talking about using drugs. Any petty crimes now can be linked to your real person. Mm. And, um... I'm not feeling it. And then when they when they decide they want to round up everybody with a with a with a specific um, political leniency or specific religious um, affiliation, now they have a record of your real person mm-hmm. um, linked to your profile, and they can go right to your house. Like here's another. So here's another thing. I I know I'm like blah blah blah. But so here's another thing, right? Oh, I like so, this conspiracy co. Yeah. Well, remember the the police went to that woman's house down south and shot her and her Green baby, Green right? Green Yes. And didn't they shut her Facebook profile off beforehand? Just beforehand. Right? So this is a way of enabling that kind of behavior on the part of... um, So obviously, if the police were able to shut down her Facebook account, the, the... Law, law, like the government and law enforcement, they all have some kind of in with Facebook to be able to do this, right? So, hundred percent. These, this is the reason why I'm not giving them my ID because even though I'm not making drug deals online, you know, this it's not cool. It's an invasion of privacy, and I'm not with it. No, I agree. And we we talked about that when when the Corinne Gaines uh, murder happened. It's like she was uh, live streaming what was going down, and Facebook didn't like that, and they just contact. I'm sorry, the police didn't like. That they contacted Facebook, yep. they had her, her account shut off, yep. and uh, it, it kind of shows how social media is a tool and it's being used to combat oppression and um, and also perpetuate it, but combat it. And when police don't like it, though, they can call and shut it down. Right. We can't call Facebook and shut it down right. when they're sh- like. I don't know about s- that. We can't even stop the racist comments that happen. You know that are and death threats that happen. I don't know about that. And here's why I say you don't know about what that we can't call and shut it down. Oh. Check it. It says here who to follow. I'm on the Beat Shot Radio Twitter. And one of the people that says who to follow is Pearl Street Pub. Mm -hmm. If you remember, a week ago, (laughs) it was all good about a week ago. Yeah. um, When you got shut down. Yeah, I got shut down by Pearl Street Pub. Yeah. Yeah. So, if they can shut you down... Uh Why can't we shut? Well, I think the thing is, oh, it's, Facebook tends to always side on the to err on the side of racism. Uh, to quote, I think Mari said that online. I thought it was cool, a cool turn of phrase. So they people review these, right? And usually the people reviewing these are are white folks, and the the rules are made up to kind of not necessarily protect. face Facebook has has a huge somewhat black diverse, staff. but it just seems like yeah. more often than not, when people are um are, are blocked or banned from Facebook for for posting something uh, against racism, mm-hmm. uh, that that that's more likely to get someone shut down than people who are doing are posting racist comments right I've reported right. dozens of people who've posted death threats sent death threats to me um, other activists in the area oh, people so who just write I'm a, to- I, I'm a total snitch to Facebook <laughs> because if, I feel like if someone's posting something that's really like damaging right. like oh, here's a perfect example the, the, the UAlbany women who we've kind of gone yep. to bat for and we're, yep. we're defending they have the, that case pending yep. people keep making fake accounts as the women as the women yeah and going to pages and writing racist oh, wow. comments so the purpose of doing that is to make them look really Bad, like worse in the public spotlight. And they have a trial coming up. It's like, how are they supposed to get a fair jury if they're in the comment section on every post? Like, I hate white people. Fuck right. white people. It's not oh, even them. Snap. So it's like tainting a jury pool. Like yeah. this is not like a 
little thing. This is like a huge deal. Right. So I report that shit because one, you're impersonating someone and you're like compromising their their own reputation and integrity, right. and you're and you're um, like tainting the jury pool. So right. these are the type of things I report. And sometimes it gets pulled down, and sometimes it just doesn't, and it just stays up for you know for for hours, days, weeks, months, whatever. So that's an argument in ter- on almost for Facebook in in terms of making people um, you know use their real names because of imposters, because of people that are on there to stalk and potentially pick up little kids and all kinds of weird stuff that people are doing out there. I think there. Facebook's just gotten crazy. too big for itself to moderate and they just need to do a better job of having um, moderators and, and have some nuance involved. So if you're like if you're a trans woman, like I don't want to hear shit about you have to use your government name. Like to me that's dumb, you know. Sure. Uh, it does it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And and if you have if you have restraining orders out against your stalker ex boyfriend, that should be it. Like you shouldn't have to use your real name. And it, right. and it seems like they just try to apply these um, rules across the board and um, and this is a problem we have in this country where anytime something isn't applied across the board people will say oh it's a double standard how come so and so gets a fake name and I don't it's like well because circumstances are different and we need to take those into account when doing this personally I really don't care if a white DJ can't have the great as the last name but, but what, what if I was a black DJ if you were a, a trans DJ I would care, I would care. <laughs> so, I, so I mean it just it, I think people have good That's and cool. valid reasons for doing it and I think all your reasons for not giving them your info are totally on point yeah. if I weren't addicted to Facebook I would have done the same <laughs> well we'll see how long it lasts for now I'm, I'm holding out I've held out for five days I'm not on there oh five whole days yeah and that's I that's longer than your reparations has been going on <laughs> <laughs> which we need to talk about <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's my story so I'm out of the loop um, I'm on Instagram DJ Nate the Great okay you're on, uh, are you on Twitter you're on Twitter too I'm on Twitter DJ Nate the Great but I don't I don't really fuck with Twitter like that so. you, you may find yourself messing with it more the longer you're on Facebook that's yeah. right that's what I do. Yeah, all right, cool. That's what I do. Um, what do I want to talk about? All right, so uh, I spent the last... We're not going to talk about this right now, but I spent the last two days involved in a pretty intense argument on Facebook and social media with several uh, local activists, black activists, uh, as I call them, and it was related to respectability politics and misogynoir, and we're going to talk explicitly about what those things mean, and uh, I don't want to talk specifically about the incident too much, but I, I just... Sometimes I feel like we're having arguments about race and, and, um, and class and gender, and we're not necessarily defining the terms so that everyone knows what we're exactly talking about. Uh, an example of that would be everyone's against racism or says they are, but I think very few people define racism the same way. So I have a, I have a very specific definition of racism that I use, and whenever I compare it to some of the people I'm discussing it with, they have a whole other idea. So we could be think we're talking about the same thing and we're not. So I want to just uh, like talk about those terms a little bit. Um, and this is a part one of a part two saga. Next week, we're going to have some radical black femmes on um, and feminists on to discuss this uh, from their angle. And, um, and and hopefully add some layers to this because this is kind of a complex thing that's going on and I don't want to just try and gloss over it in one drunken night with a bartender. Um, but we are going to talk about that a little later today. Um, another thing I want to tell people listening, uh, once again, hit us up at Beachshot Radio. We're going um, to talk about a few things tonight that you guys can uh, chime in on. One of those things is just phone apps. I'm always on the look for new phone apps we can use. So use the hashtag top apps at Beachshot Radio. If you have an app that you're using that comes in handy, uh, let us know because there's, there's more apps than we can keep track of like every day the app store grows by thousands and sometimes yeah, there's cool stuff in there yo if anybody's looking for the newest of the newest yeah. of movies oh okay get Showbox Showbox <laughs> Showbox to bootleg movies on your phone yeah but that's, they, that's but one they, but oh that's an app okay an that app. wasn't an interruption no that's an app that's an app okay okay I, see, thought, you thought, I, was you thought I was about one. to stunt you thought <laughs> I was about to stunt now that's an app and it's, and it's crazy because I watched reputation when, no I don't when uh, I was here with you for that for those few days true 
I watch mad movies in the room on my phone. Uh-huh. On Showbox. For real? Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> so get Showbox. But do not download yeah, it from the, the Android store or anything like that, or Google Play or anything like that. You got to just go on Google and Google it and download it from the website. I said that slow because if you download it from someplace else, you're going to get something totally different. Okay. Okay. Can we um before wow. we do the we, thank you for that. And yeah. uh, just again, that's a good that's a good app. That would be a good top app uh, tweet at Beach Out Radio. Uh so keep those tweets coming in. Uh before we go into the uh, weekly recap, I want to uh, we're going to talk about uh, some of the shows that we did in the VMA and some of the things that happened last week. Uh, I was hoping we could talk about Colin Kaepernick's uh protest protest that he did recently. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Colin, Kaepernick. Colin, yeah. Kaepernick, Kaepernick, right? Yeah. So Colin Kaepernick, uh, last week he decided not to stand during the national anthem, and uh, he plays for the 49ers, and it was just like a preseason game, and it was just his form of protest, and he said he did it because there are there's racial and social injustice happening in the world, and he felt that he did not have to honor the uh, national anthem or the flag or any of the nationalist stuff that goes along with um, the you know the, the beginning because of football Because the country games. is not doing its part to make sure that that flag represents what it's supposed to represent. Exactly. He, he, and uh, I think it was James Baldwin who was like, when you find out that you pledge allegiance to a flag that does not pledge allegiance to you, right. and, like a lot of people go through this, you know, kind of reckoning. I know Knowledge put out a song, um, shout out to Knowledge, he put out a song a few weeks, uh, a few, I think it was actually uh, a year and a half About ago. a year yeah. and a half. Yeah. And, uh, and it was, it spoke on that specifically, like mm-hmm. his, his moment he had in school where he decided not to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance and how it, it, he got in trouble and it, a letter went home to his father and he's like talking about all these um, things just related to it, but I think a lot of black folks have this moment where you're just like, "Hang on a second, like fuck this flag." Like they used to make this flag out of cotton picked by slaves, and when you know when uh, the the person who wrote the Star Spangled Banner owned slaves and was actually against abolition, um, and it didn't even become the national anthem till like the the, the early 1930s. So it's not even like oh, there's so many layers. There's just, it's just so much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stunt for a second. The more you learn about it, the less you want to. Shout involved. out to me because I'm about to I'm about to drop a record right, and it's called. <laughs> no, I got a stunt. It's Can we called, play it on the break? Nah. It's, it, nah I'm going to drop it Friday. It's called Dapper Dan. And okay. the first line that I say in there uh-huh. is, this is the only anthem you need to stand for. Uh, bars. That's how I'm starting. That's how I'm starting. Uh, <laughs> bars. So anyway, continue. No, no. I, well, I, but I agree with that. Like people, I, I think people are indoctrinated and brainwashed into this thing. And I know as, as a kid, before I even, before I even knew my right from my left, I knew to put what hand to put on my heart yep. to pledge to the flag right and that's actually to this day that's how I like quickly remember my right from left that's how yeah. I remembered it and we're indoctrinating this from such a young age that when you start to question it later on in life you run into all this resistance and I think that's why so many people were out, outraged by Colin Kaepernick refusing to stand put his hand on his heart so many people were outraged by Gabby Douglas um, forgetting to put her hand on her heart because we believe on, on some level that flags and, and anthems and and, and and these inanimate things are important and somehow more important than yeah, people. But nobody said anything when Trump didn't put his hand. Well, yeah, and that's a real double standard, you know, because when when other folks do this, they'll make all sorts of excuses yeah, right, as to why right, right. as to why it's not an issue. Yeah. Um, and and another thing, especially when you're looking at the NFL, uh, you know, with with Kaepernick doing this, like the NFL is filled with like domestic abusers and rapists and all these people. Nobody nobody burns their jersey when you know when they when 
when they find out one right. of their favorite players does that. Yo, but it's mad people burning Kaepernick jerseys. A lot of people are, yeah. That's insane. I don't even understand that. And well, it's still giving money to the NFL. Yeah, still giving, yeah. yeah. Good job. Ben Roethlisberger recently just tweeted out today that he was against Colin Kaepernick refusing to stand. Now, Ben now Roethlisberger who, now is a rapist. Did, I was about to say, now, what did he <laughs> do? Right. Did he just touch little girls? Oh, he's like he's a rapist from the Steelers. Now, even though he got off on a technicality or whatever, he like it's like, why are you even... Like, why would you even... If I were him, I would just never say anything ever again. Shit. Like, don't... Mm-hmm. Just don't... Yeah. Comment, don't criticize any football Be player ever yeah. again. Be an elephant in a room. Yeah. Right. But, just shut up and God. stand there. But that... What type of, like, white male entitlement does it take for you to be, you know, a, a rapist and then calling out someone else for just not standing for the, um, you know, for the Star Spangled Banner? Right. Uh, so, I don't but know. I, I just, I, yeah, the, the whole country, dude, man, the whole country is about um, short-term memory and, you know, forgetting history and forgetting what happened yesterday and... And um, how fast um, things change, you know. We're such a fast-paced nation. So forget the fact that all of, you know, these different athletes have been accused and have, you know, have murder charges and rape charges and all of that stuff. I'm not saying forget it, but what I'm getting at is... We dismiss those things so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like right now, it's Colin, and and those things are forgotten. I mean, we have a great, great, great history of horrible, miserable things that we've done throughout history, and um, and I've lost my train of thought. But you know what I'm no, saying? No. Maybe. No, no, of. I know. I follow what you're saying. Like there's 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 bigger things at play, you know, than this, and we tend to focus on these things. And and even you said it's been in the news for a few days. Like think about that. We, you know, in the few days that this has been dominating the news cycle, right. how many bombs have been dropped? Like, how right. many, you know, how many, like, grand scale uh, ki- police killings, like, all these, you know, domestic violence incidents, all these things are happening, and we're really fixated on the fact that uh, one black man did not stand for, you know, for the Star Spangled Banner song. Like, didn't stand up for a song. Um, and that, that just tells you how deep that this uh, this sen- sentiment is, and, and I think how damaging nationalism in general is. Right. You know, like, we, we worship these, these symbols that don't really mean anything. But we, and they can't possibly. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the the nationalistic pride is such is so false. I mean, yeah. um, you know, like Donald Trump's uh, whole sentiment about, um, you know, uh, my parents didn't come here from Germany to be. Mm-hmm. What did it, What did he say about something along the lines of my parents didn't come here from Germany, um, you know, to to be attacked by immigrants or something oh, like okay. that. It was one of those like it's just complete double standard. Yeah, it's I mean, cognitive dissonance. Like, how do you say something like that? Mm-hmm. You're, you're yeah. Yeah, are immigrants. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> and you know, all of your wives are immigrants. Nope. You know, the only people who truly, yeah, who truly belong here are, are Native peoples. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they are the first people to, to, you know, to occupy this place. Yeah. And yeah. so everyone else is an immigrant, you know, mm-hmm. so that the, the whole concept of the flag, you know, I have, I have, I just want to say, of, not everyone else is an immigrant because some people were just dragged here and that doesn't really count as immigrant. They're just like displaced. <laughs> well, so. act, well, yeah, well, you know what? We were, we were actually brought over here uh-huh. to be reunited with our family. That's right. Just Iroquois. Right. That's how I feel. Yeah. Right. People. I, do, yeah, so. I really feel like people of African descent have more like, not, I don't want to say claim because I don't think you really claim land, but I think they have more, uh, perp, like more, reason to be here should have more access because 
unlike everyone else, we didn't like come here to just take shit over. We right. were just dragged here, and our one homeland was you know ripped away from us, and this right. kind of became the new you know the new, the new homeland. And and besides, but it, the truth is evidence that we had been here before uh, too. That's yeah. what I was about to say. Like 188 years before. Columbus. Did you make that number up? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Not at all. Well, I would, I would be mad now. if you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's longer than that now. But I'm saying before Columbus, uh-huh. 188 years before Columbus, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's no coincidence was, that Mayan you know, pyramids are similar similar to Egyptian pyramids. These are not these are not coincidences, yep. right? You know, so the stone heads, what the uh, Olmec heads. Olmec I think bus, we had yeah. we had Jackie Williams on talking about them, and they have these like wide African noses. Some of them have yeah. cornrows. Some yeah. of them got do rags on. Like you can tell they're. About- <laughs> <laughs> and like people try to downplay that like it never For real. Yo, I <laughs> some of them were called Pookie Jenkins. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. I seen this one meme one time, right? And well, I don't know if it was a meme, but it was supposed to be for real. And it was it was some some drawing on the wall in Egypt. And the dude had waves. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. I've seen, You've those. seen that, yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm those. like, yeah, see? And, and I was those, telling yeah. Tanisha, I was like, look, psst, for real. my shit been, been swimming <laughs> thousands of years. Correct. Thousands of years. <laughs> so, uh, was, Pharaoh had Dax. <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't just uh, Ben Roethlisberger that came out against uh, Colin Kaepernick. There were also um, some black men that came out uh, against him. The first one was this morning. In fact, this was the number I joked last week that every uh, morning awake up my inbox is full of just things to make me angry so this this morning three people messaged me like yo do you see what jerry rice said about Colin Kaepernick? no not jerry rice definitely, definitely jerry rice so yo jerry and willie rice. d willie d from from, from uh, ghetto boys from the ghetto, ghetto boys, boys? went yeah. in on he him on jerry rice? He like did. 15 minutes he went in oh, on no, not jerry rice first, first, first let me say, first let me say what jerry no. rice said then you tell me what, what okay, was, okay 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 so jerry rice who um many regard as one of the best football players of all time he's a former san francisco 49ers player he says um um, I think he just did this to make me mad. He starts his tweet and says, "All lives matter." All lives matter. Ah, <laughs> and then he goes, "So much going on in the world today. Can, can we all just can get along? All just get along." Colin, I respect your stance, but don't yeah. disrespect the flag. Which to me is like a competing thought. Yes. Because Colin's stance was disrespecting the flag, right. and he said, "I respect your stance, right. but don't do this." It's like me saying, "Like my stance is I hate tacos," and he's like, "I respect your stance, but love tacos forever." Like you can't, <laughs> right. you can't have both thoughts at the same time, you know. So he, he contradicts himself right. in a tweet and people went in on him like yeah like Willie D and I won't even go into what you just said because he said the same exact thing so oh okay, okay so yeah so he drew that he drew up that and then the other uh, major point that he brought up was the was the simple fact that um, you know Rodney King was basically destroyed mm. you know by the police who all got off all you know mostly white if not all white right all white white all police white. officers they all got off mm-hmm. um, Rodney King was like annihilated by them it was the it was the worst thing that that we could ever witness in in, in human you know in our time yeah. right we saw there were we saw similar recaps of this in the sixties right but in our time this is whoa somebody caught this showed it it was in the beginning of do the right thing so when all was said and done Rodney King first thing he said can, can we, we all, all just, get along can we all just get along all right now here is Jerry Rice saying can we all just get along. Basically quoting somebody who got the shit kicked out of him by the police who yeah. all got, you know, were acquitted. So it's like he's trivializing what happened to Rodney King and yes, like equating yeah, it to exact, something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Right. So so there was that. And, uh, you know, of course, 
you know, all lives matter because that shit is butters. Yeah, you know, and, and Jerry Rice. And here's the thing. Jer- Shout out to Gatto. Jerry oh. Rice. He, I mean, he's dancing with the stars. He works mm-hmm. for. He's dancing with the stars. He's white people pat him on the back all day long. Yep. He, he worked for. You know, he he was in the NFL and he got uh, like all these white folks giving him checks and the endorsement deals and everything. And I think when you when this is what we're going to talk about is later. Is this in the a show, transition to? It's not going to be uh, no because at first I promised we would talk about how many people we have blocked. And uh, I want to do a recap of next week, but I do want people to keep this in mind. This is what we talk about when we talk about respectability politics. Now, Jerry Rice, every time you say something like this is Jerry Rice, you get a pat on the head from white supremacy, right? So Jerry Rice tweeted this. <laughs> Nobody I know... <laughs> no, <listen. Yeah. laughs> what? Kevin doesn't drink funny, the oh. it was <laughs> Just no one we know, no black people I know would see Jerry Rice's tweet and be like, all lives matter, I support that. Still, he has 21,000 likes and 12,000 retweets. This is because white people love to see that shit. Yeah. White people even liked when um, Rodney King said, can't we all just get yeah, along? Of course. Because yeah. it's, it's a pacifist thing to say. Exactly. Now, I'm not going to fault King for that because I don't even know what that shit, you know, to go, for him to go through that and be in a spotlight. I don't know what he was going through. But for Jerry Rice to say it, he says it to get a pat on the head from white people. Right. White people love to hear that. Mm-hmm. All lives matter. They want black people to say it too because then it, it, it you know, confirms what they're trying to get across mm-hmm. and they can use him as their little whipping boy to convey this message. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does it because I think he's just been rewarded so much for doing it that he will continue Come to do it because it feels man. good. It pads his wallet. Stop. Shout out to Cleanna who just uh, posted, I show no mercy and it's a Bernie Sanders meme and he's waving the, the, manu- the um, Dikembe Mutombo finger. Oh, like, really? nope, <laughs> nope, 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 not in Yo, here. We talked about this before, man. Like, mm-hmm. how how much money do you need from white people until you're satisfied? Yeah. <laughs> like, what All the, the right. what yeah. the fuck, man? It, it, what is what is the ultimate goal? Are you doing some infiltration thing that we don't know about? That's what Are I you hope. trying to buy the p- presidency? That's what I hope. You know, I hope that Jerry Rice is funding the new Black Panther Party, and he's just like, listen, okay. I'm gonna take All over right. for the team. <laughs> okay. But he's not. He's just like you know? stacking up money to probably. I want him give to be. I wife. want him to be Richard Pryor in in Brewster's Million. You know, what I'm saying, vote for none of the above. Right. You know, right. like that's that's what I want him to do. That's what I want him to do with his money. Uh, and he speaking was, of Richard. Pry and I, Brewster's we'll, million is that a topic on there? We'll get to it. We'll okay. get to it. We'll get, we'll get to it. it. Right. Yeah, we're not there yet. Um, right. So it wasn't just. Can somebody look up Jerry Rice's wife? I want to. I just want to see. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm just curious. I don't know. Did, did some just fall? Yes. You don't, um, you don't want that glass? Yeah. Okay. So that was just a guess. Like. <laughs> that was just a guess. I don't know. This is a picture I see. Jacqueline Bernice Mitchell. She's white, right? And let me get a, uh, a picture of her. Oh, I had someone else. Oh, no. Lati- oh, this was said girlfriend. no. This is his ex Tell him why you're mad, son. Tell him why you're mad. Wait a minute. No, that's not. Wait a minute. Let me go back. She's, um. She, she, she got a little something going on. <laughs> So oh, the, the, he was married from 87 to 2009. Right now, he's not married. Oh, okay. The only reason I said that is because I feel like when you're black and you get that many cookies from, from white you. folks, sometimes you just you just try to live in those circles and you keep it going, you know? Um, so I was just assuming that. Uh, but he wasn't the only one to speak out against Colin Kaepernick, right? Also, um, uh, Rodney Harrison, he's a, a sports radio show host in Houston. He was going in on Kaepernick, and it was for a different reason. Instead of going the all, can we all get along group, he says, 
he's questioning if Colin Kaepernick should even be saying these things because he's not black enough. So he says, here, here's the quote. Oh, um, snap. Colin Kaepernick, he's not black. He can't understand what I face what? and what other young black men and black people face or people of color face on every single day, uh, on, on a single day basis. When you walk in a grocery store and you have a couple thousand dollars in your pocket and you go to Foot Locker and they're looking at you like you're about to steal something. Um, so he's just basically saying he's not black. And this is because Colin Kaepernick is biracial. He's, he's got um, one black parent, one white parent. Uh, and so there's a, a lot of things wrong with this. Uh, first of all, so you gotta leave, man. By the way, Jerry Weiss's ex-wife is black. She is. Uh, she, oh, okay. So, but but what? Uh, what? Unless that's her. Is that yo? Her all I know is that I went to Google it and then went to the images section, and every other image is a different woman. A different woman. Yeah, that's it's awesome. like so it's I don't like know they're making it look like, like, a like I googled Jerry <laughs> Rice's wife, <laughs> and it's like a different woman in let's, every photo. We'll send this to Twitter people. They have more time. To do this. All right, so let us know. Um, so, okay, so this speaks to like uh, colorism. You have Rodney Harrison saying, "Oh, he's not black enough," and it's inter- interesting that Rodney Harrison isn't exactly Shaka Zulu. Like he's, you know, right. pretty light, you know. Um, but he's saying, "Oh, uh, Kaepernick isn't isn't dark enough because he's got a white parent." And uh, this is something that's gone on for a long time. Like we, I mean, Masai, yeah, that's you're, kinda... you're not black enough. You got a white parent, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's how, yeah, I mean. But but even so, is anybody too light to um, Yo, if you stand got up, any black in you, if you got any black in you, if you got any white in you, one percent stand up. Eat I 1%. mean, look, <laughs> look right? if if what I mean, what about me? What if I decided not to stand up for the for national anthem? I mean, would somebody say, oh, you're not black enough to not stand up for the national? Well, what we, anthem? Well, it depends on what your I mean, argument well, is. No, it depends on if if the national anthem uh, contained that's about grits. <laughs> <laughs> Inside jokes don't work on the radio. But all right, check this out. But Nate, Nate, you, Nate you brought up a, a good point, right? So say say he was white, Colin Kaepernick was right. white, and he stood up and, and said, "I'm not going to stand right. for the national anthem because racism is messed up." That's and then someone need. says, "Like why why would you do that? You're not even black." It's like the implication that you can't speak up yes. for what's exactly. right unless right. you fall right. into that right. group right. is so messed up. Right. Right. Okay. Anybody yeah, should yeah, be doing that saying. shit. Anybody should. Be so doing this guy's that. doubly and, wrong. And what's beautiful about all of this is that. Every person who athlete who did this throughout history was ostracized at the time that they did it. And as time progressed, like Muhammad Ali, yes. they were like, Oh, it's cool. Yes, yep. I yep. you we know, because you. you've distanced yourself yeah. from the situation. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. But and that's what's gonna happen with homie. Yeah. All right. People will move on. You're right. People will forget. They will. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and, you know, if he goes on to do great things, like, I'm troubled by Harry Belafonte. Like, how do I not fucking play Harry? Uh, how do I not play yeah. Jump the Line? Holy jump the line. shit. You know, Jump the Line is my yeah, shit. Yeah, that's, like, that's right. like a staple. Yeah. That's a true master right. staple That's right a fucking, there. that's one of my joints, man. Yeah. I, I got to really. You're, you're referring to Harry Belafonte um, kind of covering for Nate Parker's race. Yeah, case yeah, and, and exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I ain't with that. I'm not with it. And I fucking deleted somebody on Facebook yeah, yeah. because. Because for the, basically the same reason, you know, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, Harry Belafonte was basically, you know, siding with Nate Parker, and I, I, I can't rock with that. And now I'm at, now I'm in this wonderful situation because I love Danny Elfman and I love uh, the Dark Man movies. What yeah. are they? The Batman. What's his name? What's the guy's the director? Batman? Oh, uh, Danny Elfman. What's, I don't know. Damn, he did the trilogy. Yeah, the he did all. You Schneider? know. 
Canaan. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So anyway, uh, name, Beetlejuice, but. Beetlejuice. But you know, oh, he directed oh, yeah, all those yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. We know who you're talking about. Hands, yeah. you know, whatever yeah, his name yeah. is. Um, I love those movies. It starts and with a B. Starts with a B. Burke. What? Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Tim Burton. That's right. I love those movies, and I'm a huge Hollywood, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood, Halloween enthusiast. So those are like songs that I drop, and now I'm like, oh well, I gotta yeah. get past that. I gotta, yeah. you know, I gotta figure out another way to make it funky. Hey, here's yeah. a fun audibles. Speaking about that, um, okay. there's there's this song we have this mixtape. Tanisha bought this mixtape probably like five months ago when we copped the, the truck, and one of the songs on there is an R. Kelly song, and it's dope as hell. Mm-hmm. But now every time I hear it, I'm like, boop, I go to the next song right. because I can't, I can't it's fuck in. with it. Like, yeah. it's, I feel so weird. But yeah. the song is dope. Like, our yo, we all drink the Kool Aid. Yeah, know. but I can't, I can't listen to the song anymore, man. Yo, here's a fun game. All right. True Master, you have to play one or the other. Harry Belafonte or um, uh, uh, who, 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 what? R. Kelly. R. Kelly. Who do you play? Oh, that's easy You have for to me. play one that's or the easy other. That's for me. Because Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte. For, for two reasons. One, he Harry Belafonte was co-signing a rapist, not raping anyone like R. Kelly did. Uh. And also, Harry Belafonte is about to die, so I'd feel a little oh, shit. Shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yo, I kind of feel the same way. So, so a couple of weeks ago, I got a list of a bunch of songs that you know she really wanted to hear, yeah. and among those which is a song I really try to not play was the Macarena like I've gotten away with like 400 weddings not playing that song <laughs> and it was on her list she was like I gotta hear it I gotta hear it and there were a couple of other like gems and the time yeah. was running out so I just dropped all the other gems and then the wedding was over and nobody came up to me and like egged me or anything <laughs> so that's what I have to try to do right. you know like I, I gotta you know just find another way to just keep the party going keep the energy yeah. going and not cause I get Yo, you know how many times I get remixed to Ignition on the playlist, oh, on the playlist. Oh, and I, I don't, don't play imagine. it? Or Step in the Name imagine. of Love. Nah, I don't get Step in the Name of Love because I don't do enough black weddings. But what about the chicken I, dance? <laughs> is that still a thing? It, nah, it's kind of getting phased Did out. Did R. Kelly do the chicken dance? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just like a corny-ass song. People I know the chicken dance. Play. I was like, did he write that, that too? like the Macarena on the oh, Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, straight. But yeah, like I just... Try to play everything else. I try to insert all of the stuff that I know will will get them going, and then work in the stuff that they they ask for, and, and just kind of like sidestep. We got to start phasing the, the out problematic um, Chris, Chris Brown too. We got to start phasing out Chris Brown too. Haven't we? Already? I don't. I don't really. I don't rock with him. But again, he's another person that's on some mixtapes. He's on a couple of new songs that I like, and I'm like, ah, uh, why is he on this song? Hey, do you think we like can 50, have a- real quick? Like Fifty Cent made that song, "I'm the Man." And then he remixed it and put Chris Brown on it. Oh, I'm like, okay. why did you put Chris Brown on it? Yeah, it was yeah. dope without him. Like, he's having Chris Brown is having his own troubles today too. He yeah, like pulled he a gun on a white girl and then the police raided his house. And shit. Oh shit! <laughs> you see, like last I saw, oh you didn't house, know that his house nah, was like I didn't under know. siege. Yeah, that just happened today. They were like live streaming Word. it. Yeah. yeah, it was like uh-huh. helicopters, mad, mad SWAT and shit around what? his house. Yeah. Yo, helicopters Damn. had iPhones live streaming. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Or on Facebook. On Facebook. So you know, one thing I wanted to. Pose this week, and I brought this up earlier. Was the uh, when we were pointing out problematic behavior, we can use the pause game. I don't know if y'all saw that. It was like a um, right. Oh, right. So right how right. we say pause whenever something is messed up. We should use that now to like kind of point out problematic behavior. So if somebody says something or just has a slip of the tongue or whatever, we can just pause it and just acknowledge it and then hopefully move past it. Um, another thing that just popped in my head is true was talking about people requesting those songs. What if we have a problematic purge party once a year where we all wear Jerry Rice jerseys and we just play R. Kelly and just get it out of our system? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we, yes. only, we 
only spin problematic. No, okay, never mind. It's a bad idea. I, no, it's a great idea. <laughs> Yo, we are, uh, we are. See, that's that white privilege. <laughs> just, I'm like, man, <laughs> just Gary Belafonte, he Chris up, Brown, and he R. Kelly. He came up with the idea because he's biracial. <laughs> you loved it. I disagree. I appropriated it. <laughs> I thought about what outfit I would wear. <laughs> Damn. Nah, it would, I'm, I'm, it would have to be. I mean, it would have, have to be to framed the right way. I don't have to go. So they understand what the. All right, maybe Netflix. <laughs> I'll work on this idea. Right. Yeah. I'll be we'll get it out of our systems. Okay. Like, let's acknowledge this purge party while we drink. All right. Problematic purge. So drunk. <laughs> let's take the Twitter. What do y'all think? Problematic purge party where we just play our jams from our most problematic artists, get it out of our system, yes. and then we never do. You know, and then once a year, that's it. We could even do it like the Olympics, once every four years. Rufus and Shaka Khan. <laughs> Yeah, as more and more celebrities die, and oh, like, Rufus. I, and we Rufus, find out, yeah, Rufus. But all this good stuff was with Shaka Khan, you know? right? Oh, okay. Like I can see this stuff like that, or yeah. Oh wait, I was thinking of I could. Oh damn, that's some bullshit, Nate. We're drunk. Damn, I'm on some. I'm on. That's that's some bullshit. See, I'm mixing. You're on a whiskey smash. Yeah. That's what you're on. Oh, Delicious, man. by the way. Uh, yeah, really oh, good. so let's talk about uh, before we go into the week recap. Uh, Facebook blocks. Uh, we mentioned it earlier. Jennifer said you had four people blocked. Um, so. Some people were making guesses on Facebook. Let's see what we got here. So, uh, Matt Murray said 151, 151 people. Oh, I thought that was, I thought he was talking about the rum. No, no, no. Uh, hashtag dad joke. Uh, so, Matt Murray said 151 was the highest number of people blocked. Uh, Jamel Mills said 85 was the highest number. KP Holler said 47. Uh, Adma Walker said 120 was the highest number of people blocked. And, uh, yeah, so I think that was it. So, I didn't check Twitter, but these are on Facebook. Leave so, it to Matt. So, let's see. Oh, what, let's let's do the reveal. I'll reveal mine right now. Okay. Uh, I had 159 people blocked That shit is wow. incredible. Wow. And, JB, you had how many? I had one person one, blocked. Can we wait a minute. Say wait who they are? <laughs> I really want to know. <laughs> I, had like, one, I had one person like blocked. Adolf and then, and then I had like, I had nine. <laughs> I had, it, it is something like that. Then I had nine people blocked for sending me games. Wow. Game requests. Game requests. That doesn't uh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, I didn't so count, I didn't count my it. game requests. Oh, yeah. So, I used to block people tr- for that. And True Master, surprisingly to me, has 143 people blocked. Yep. So I, yeah. I technically won with 159. But True at 143. And I'm surprised because I argue with people for a living. How do you block? How did you get to 143? Um, a lot of times I would see... You know, a series of posts mm-hmm. And it got to the point where I was just like I don't want to follow this person yeah. Or see or be friends with this person We don't have any connection mm-hmm. Right Alright, now This is also very interesting Some of them were um, Previous relationships mm-hmm. So I just didn't want to know what they were doing So that's like 43, but what are the other 100? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a hundred. What about the, the other, other forty-three? <laughs> I'm only playing true. Play. <laughs> no, seriously, it was just a lot of just people putting yeah. all kinds of stuff that I just that just couldn't. I didn't didn't sit well with me, and I'm like, right. you know what? I don't want to see anything that they're doing. I'm just gonna block them, mm-hmm. and it's gonna leave room for me to add a new friend. Mm-hmm. This way, they can't like whatever. Okay, no, join cool. me, add me. Connect yeah. to me, I'm or whatever. Glad, yeah. No, I'm glad to know that. I didn't. So, I, you know, I, I didn't know. My where mom is. My yeah. mom's on that list. Yeah. Oh, what? you blocked your mom? Yeah. Wow. What? Yeah. She knows. 
Okay. I got, I feel like I do that too, though. Now, I, think about it. now <laughs> I, will, I won't add the kid I mentor because I don't want him seeing anything I post. I feel bad. So I, I got fa- two kids that I, I mentor, and they on my, my Facebook. I don't my care. father is not care. on Facebook. Okay. And my mother, I block, and I explained to the two of them. I said, "You're the ele- you're probably the only two people on this planet that I have natural relationships with fo- through and through." And they were like, "Fine, I'm with it." Wow. That's it. Blocked. <laughs> I, uh, is there anything else? Are you? Do you block them? Anything else? Or do you? And I unfollow you, yeah, but I you're still my friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and once a week, I go to your wall to catch up. Okay. <laughs> I do that with friends too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do that too. Yeah. I, I find that you know, you like know what? For new I don't sources. have time to do that shit. I choose. No, it's like once I, I choose I when I want. Like, the, like I got rid of cable because I don't want t- TV to be fed to me. All the time. So I can choose what I want to watch. You Netflix me. I Netflix you. Netflix uh, me. I'm totally uh, cool. Uh, with that. Perfect. <laughs> Now he has to do is find someone to chill with, and it's a wrap. <laughs> They'll be like, "Hey, it's Wednesday Chilling. night. Let's see what Messiah's posting." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if some wild shit happens, like you know, a nuclear weapon hit, you know, like a police station, you know, I gotta go to Messiah's page and see, see what happened. Yeah, like what did you do? Nah, you'll see it before. <laughs> you'll see it before you go to Messiah's page. I t- but I, t- I post a lot. No, of like stuff no, too. like but but if he you want goes into insightful. it, you repost. <laughs> no, you I, repost I post, and I post share. Shit. I post shit. This guy writes. I am mad. This guy mad. writes essays. I am mad. I am this mad. guy writes no, essays. No, that, that I don't do. I right. don't have patience for yeah. that. Yeah. I don't have so I gotta go and then you know I gotta learn shit. I'm like, look, fuck this. Look at this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. Out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes that's what I want though. Like you, you I, I love Mike Arson. Mike Arson is so on point with his shit. He's just like, you know, this is fucked up. Fuck these motherfuckers. And I'm just like, yes. That's yeah, exactly. he does do that. That's shit. like some poetic. That's like how I feel right. <laughs> Now, that's what I can't say, you right, know. So right. I, I look for that sometimes, but I, I totally encourage people to unfollow me. In fact, sometimes when I'm about to go off, like I was live tweeting yeah, you, the VMAs, you did that before you was like, "Look, I'll be like, unfollow uh, me, unfollow me," because I'm about to say a yeah, whole bunch of shit. I don't want shit. people getting like upset or triggered if I'm posting stuff that's like unfollow me. You don't have to follow me. Mad you know? people was like, "Damn, don't. did Masai take over the internet for the VMAs?" <laughs> yeah. Yo, I didn't even watch it, and I knew everything that went on about the VMAs. Even, I didn't even you. know it happened. <laughs> yeah, it happened. We're, that's the topic <laughs> for tonight. Yo, um, but can we recap this week? Let's do it. What, what happens? That's one of the topics. I wanted to recap quickly. Shout out to Savoy and some of the stuff that went down. Oh, man. Because we're yeah. going to talk about VMAs anyway. That's on, okay. All right. So okay. what do you so, want to do? First thing I want to do is I want to say that um, I, I reposted the Colin Kaepernick and Tim Tebow uh, meme. Right. And then, right, uh, right. then a guy got on my wall and he said, this meme is lame. Okay. So and I know you don't blocked. pause, and I'm not pause. You don't like some pause. You don't like lame. Fan, I'm not a fan of lame. All right. You got me out of that. The I original think. definition is somebody who has a disability, disability. whether yep. they right. got hurt or where they you know, were the way they were born. Yep. Right. So, um, my my first response was, um, is there you know is there isn't there is there another word that you could use besides lame? You know, like maybe inconvenient. Yeah. You know, because basically I was. I was, you know, kind of trolling him because yep. I knew he had a problem with the meme. Okay. And um, so he goes, what do you mean? What's inconvenient? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said, first of all, what's lame? And why did you feel it necessary to use that word? Yeah. And he goes, do I really have to explain? And I said, you know what? Obviously, you're not, you know, you're not using your words. You don't want to have a discussion. Yeah. So this happens. It's this, boom. Done. <laughs> so you just got your count up. Your body yeah. count up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a so, minute. Did you, did you, did you public enemy shut him down or did you Onyx shut him down? I take that jokes. 
Just keep going, true. Just like this. So that was it. Oh, I'll point that, Nate. Perfect. So that so that was that was very recent. So now now last night, uh, one of my coworkers, former coworkers from the airline, um, this is a great story. Alex. To- what's her name? Tommy, the girl that you know the you know the blonde, white, blue eyed. So her name's Tommy Lauren, and she is a reporter quote air quotes for the Blaze. And yeah. she's just this really skinny blonde, um, stereotypically westernly attractive right. white woman who goes on these racist rants and gets a lot of ratings. So. Yes, boom. Continue true. So she. Reposted, you know, um, told me this. Is my my colleague, my former colleague, reposted this. Told me uh, interview uh, news pot, whatever pat, cat, whatever you call it. She reposted it, and then underneath it, she put, "I love her." So. It's one thing to disagree with somebody. It's one thing to say, hey, you know, you're a Muslim. I'm a Christian. You know, you like blue. I like purple. You know, that, that, that's cool. But if you are in, like, complete support of... That, that's problematic. When yeah. you're in support of somebody who um, basically is supporting the oppression of black and brown people yeah. and continuously puts that up and, and, and that is basically her position every time. That's her narrative no matter what the topic is. She, she loves them. She'll fucking talk about Star Wars. <laughs> all right? And, and make it racist. For, and for, for, <laughs> some, for some strange reason, the black guy is trying to kill all the white people in the movie. Whatever. Mm. So... I gotta watch this. Yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. She does this all the time, and they yeah. always go viral. No, I'm talking. About, I gotta watch this movie. Oh, stop! stop. <laughs> and they always go viral because people eat that shit up. Yeah, right. like, they right. really do. Right. And I say, and I'm saying to myself, I'm saying this is very, very troublesome. Like, yeah. I'm out here. I'm trying to do some work. You know, I'm trying to work with people. I'm trying to have discussions. I'm not. And you are pushing this agenda. You're pushing this negative half truth, yep. if not all lies. Um, story and narrative, and I, I, I can't, I can't call you my friend anymore. Like seriously, right. we're not on the same side. It, you want to be a Trump supporter, or but this right here goes against everything that I'm, I'm trying to work towards. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, she it basically she, you know, responded to me because this was oh this was about this, by the way everything that I'm telling you I'm paraphrasing was a private message. You know, because this is somebody who I I've known for a very long time. Right. But I really see where she is. You know, she's, you know, she's in a what, what I'd like to refer to as a safe space mm-hmm. in 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 the white world, where she doesn't have to come in the trenches where we do. She doesn't have to march. She doesn't have to rally. She doesn't have to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, she can watch things on television. She can go to and from work. Mm-hmm. She can take care of her family. Privilege. It's very you know it's Privilege. a very simple privileged life. All right. You know, and I'm I'm doing all kinds of things. You know, right. I'm living privilege. You know, right. and I recognize. That and I'm taking that privilege and I'm trying to, you know, right some wrongs. Right. And uh, this is, you know, having somebody like her on my Facebook friends list is, you know, is like me carrying dead weight essentially. Mm -hmm. So, and I just had to be like, boom, this is what it is. She goes, but I've always respected you. I'm like, I don't really think you're completely hearing me. So it's okay if we part ways here. It's not like we chill and we barbecue together and shit anyway. So, peace. Wow, that's, no, that's super diplomatic. I mean, usually. the block. That's like the block a, sound effect. By I, the way. I blocked someone for the same video uh, yesterday, and somebody posted it on my wall, and I didn't what? know. And I didn't know if they were posting it to just say, "Hey, check this out." So I said, "Dude, I don't know the guy." I'm like, "Are you posting this to be ironic, or you are? Are you a racist <laughs> shithead?" Uh. And he's like, 
who do you think you are calling me racist? I just think you need to see it. And I was like, oh, you're a racist shithead. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I just didn't know who he was. I blocked him right away. Uh, and that's fine. And it's, yeah. still, it's still on my wall right now. It's still on my wall right now because a good discussion happened Yo, after Nate. I got rid of him. Seth but you, I mean, everything. yeah, you, but you didn't have to take the scenic route because you didn't have an established report. Yeah, I didn't have a report, so it made it easier, yeah. But I, I have lost, I've definitely lost, I've lost black friends over this stuff, um, even recently with some of what happened in the last two days. Man, look, I try to make sure I know what every fucking body is doing. I'm not trying to block anyone. Because I want to see <laughs> how wanna I want to see how racist you are, <laughs> so I can call you on your shit yep. in the street. Because yep. yeah. people know me; they know I will walk up to you, I will confront you, yeah, I'll yeah. either say something or I might I might do something else. Yeah, like yeah. I will confront you on your racist bullshit. Don't don't try that shit with me, especially if I've known you for years yeah. and I seen you trying to get some some black tail or something. Yeah. Now now all of a sudden you racist and you support Trump. Like mm-hmm. really? No, I, I feel you on that, and I and I try not to black people. Unless they're really doing something that's antagonistic or derailing. Right. So if I'm having a conversation with people, and I will like to a fault, I think I talk to white people for free too much. Like I'm always like for free. For free. I'm always like trying to give insight <laughs> Next time on it's stuff. Cost you. you know, and, and and I really feel like I'm a patient person. My um, speech so but, good. But sometimes, I really shouldn't talk for free. But sometimes some people <laughs> yeah. will come in and just be like, "Here's some racist me? shit," and I'm Masai. just like, "Is it just me?" Seriously, JB. Masai, this is hu- this is huge. I think. 50 or 60 people that I blocked yeah. was for fight posting and you know how I feel about fight posting oh posting fight videos oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that too yeah. I'm a, I can't I That's can't it, yeah. like why are you pushing that yep so that I know a lot of people I'm just like oh word click boom ouch fight video you want to put out fight videos you want to do world star and TMZ I don't post any shows I post something that's gonna be hilarious like if somebody is fighting I posted this one last year these two chicks were fighting and the one chick is backing up and she falls into a little ditch in like in the ground and like real far down I posted that this shit was hilarious she busted her ass I'm sure it was I just unblocked you this week thank you (laughs) All right. so let's let's talk about um, this week let's talk about brunch Uh, we had the first ever just the the brunch. brunch of us at Savoy Tap us, Room. Yep. Uh, just yeah. talk about it because this was like one of the first shows. In, well, not the first shows, but we've had this happen before. But we were told to like stop promoting. Like there was just so much. Yeah, hype from what for I it. seen, everybody, every no, a lot of people couldn't get in. It was a line. <laughs> it was a line, and they said the reservation sold out two first, days before. First of all, first yeah. of all, let let me being there from the beginning to the end and all day. Let's let's talk about what really happened. All right, seven people. We're not able to eat. Oh, okay. And when I say people, I mean like groups. All right. It wasn't. Wait, group, that's seven right. groups of people? Yeah. That's a lot of people, though. That is a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> I had a couple of people ask me like, yo, where were you? I didn't see you there. Um, we came, but we Damn. could There was eat. a line outside. So anyway. <laughs> all right. It was like an iPhone release. So we fi- <laughs> so we fi- so people we fi- camped out. Yeah, we figured it out. And yeah. Um, so the, the biggest issue was that um, they took 14 reservations all at noon. Um, That's poor planning. It's very poor planning, and they know now in the future that if they take reservations, but they're actually looking at doing um, first come, first serve, but if they do reservations, it'll be four at 11, four at 12, four at one, four at two, and leave it at that. The problem is we don't have the noon liquor law either, so everyone wants to be there at noon. Oh, is that what it is for Sundays? Sunday, you can't drink. Definitely got to... 
Oh, Nate, leave that out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. That, that would be cool. That'd be cool. Um, so, so reservations was a major malfunction. Huge. Yep. Num- uh, number two, um, they ran out of certain dishes. Uh, in particular, they ran out of chicken and waffles. They, they, they were, that was like the first thing to go. I think 25 chicken and waffles were prepared, and they all sold out. Like far too soon I mean mm-hmm. by 1 o'clock Brunch is supposed to go till 3 oh, 9 yeah. to 3 um, Brunch ran out by then uh, Those ran out by You know Like 1 o'clock um, Damn now, now the other issue And this is something that That kind of goes on me But it also has to do with Like a lack of communication Between me and the venue Is I decided that I was going to play music From noon Till 5 And Basically Kind of that was like the, the, the times of the event. Therefore, everybody thought brunch was going to be until 5. Oh. Yeah. Wow. But brunch is actually 9 in the morning until 2, and they extended it till 3 for this event. 9 in the, clock, nine in the morning is breakfast. Brunch doesn't start until 11. I agree. You're right. I, whatever. So people were there at 3 o'clock trying to order brunch. I want to yes. say brunch is 11 to 3, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you yeah. know, I tried to hit the sweet spot or whatever. Right. So in the future, we're going to make sure that it's very clear that, you know, brunch or whatever you want, you guys want to call it, argue which you, all you want. <laughs> Nine, nine till three. That that's when brunch will be served, yeah. and I'll be playing music from. We're actually going to move it up from eleven uh, until four because that was actually the hottest. Oh, okay, where hottest are we taking? Time. Where are we taking the brunch of us next? No, now the next brunch of us is actually going to be at Umana, and everything that I just told you guys about would will be at Savoy, which is December eleventh. I think it's December eleventh. I'll get back. That's to the you. next one. That's the next one at Savoy. Okay. But the very next. The brunch of us is going to be at Umana, and that's October twenty third. Oh, okay. All right. It was a success, though. It was a huge success. They did record numbers. They had a really, really difficult weekend because they they had higher expectations for Friday night's event. Mm. Um, Saturday went well, and and we went Saturday night and had pregame. Yeah, yeah. and then so Sunday we pregame for brunch. Yeah, we, yeah got a, right. we got a problem. <laughs> yo, yo, they did they did crazy crazy numbers on Sunday. The place was full. People stayed all day. They listened to the music. From my perspective, as a person playing music for the public, I had a great time. I got great responses. People coming up all day, hugging. Um, But I was very... I'm not, I'm not going to say disappointed, but I felt bad for all the people who waited two hours and didn't eat. Right. Damn, now, that's too long. Now, here's something else oh, I, I want to mention, I and, I'll be, and I'm going to wrap this up. Oh, no, it's just no, I was I was too late. Yeah, I didn't. I was right. gonna hit us the worm 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 sound effect for the yeah. people that didn't get lunch, but I was too late. <laughs> so on it. what? They're still waiting. <laughs> They're still outside. <laughs> They're still at Savoy right now. <laughs> so between me and and just some of the other staff members who knew personally knew the people who didn't get to eat, um, all of those people are being comped. You know, we know oh, who they oh, are dope. Super because awesome. because and 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 they were all spoken to and addressed about like you know the lack of preparedness and they were very you know they were pretty understanding um, but Jason the owner at the, of the Savoy and Dan they're all making sure that some of these folks can come in actually all of these folks and we, we all know who all of them are who couldn't eat uh, can come back and have a dinner or have a brunch on the house that's what's up because they're not shitheads they were yeah. just not prepared right you know they're not like Chris Pratt, 
You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're cool they didn't people. Shave, they don't yeah. shave their yeah, eyebrows. They don't, they don't look eyebrows. like cool. I don't say that. I don't care, man. Like, cause that guy's a shitty human being. All right, yeah. that guy's a bad guy in a movie. Like, yeah. I'll say that every day. Um, but these, you know, these folks are not like that, and they knew that they messed up. They knew they weren't ready. They, they were completely overwhelmed. This was the biggest day, except their opening, their biggest day to date. Wow, so that's so, what's up. You know, so we were good. It was like a seventy-five out of a hundred. Uh-huh. You know, if you need a number, but they can adjust and make it yep, better. Yeah, you know, they the know what time. to do, yeah. and they know, and we have plenty of time. I'm not doing it again until December. Yeah. Listen, make That's sure important. we put on the menu for uh, for the next time and the next times wherever you went, wherever you do it at. Yeah. Um, Pictures of mimosas. Forget all this. Forget all this. Bring out one bottle and a little bit of juice. Pictures of right. mimosas. Ha. What's or, wrong with that? Or we could do. I was thinking about doing a brunch bar in my trunk, so I could make mimosas. Fam. Oh, shit. Fam. Brunch bar. Yo, bartender. <laughs> yo, wait, Jen. You're gonna bar. Yo, I'm totally gonna yo, be on autoplay. Yo, if there's a list. Yo, if there's a list of people outside though, we should be selling sandwiches and shit out my trunk. Yo, yo word. Yeah. We can make yeah. serious money. You wait two hours to get some chicken and waffles that sold out? Yo, do it. Come get this tuna fish sandwich. sandwich. Chicken nuggets and yo, fish sticks. Yo, yo, go, yo, go super simple. I went to fuck, I went to Camp Bisco. I bought uh, a George Foreman grill. I bought two loaves of bread and three blocks of cheese. There Dude, you go. Grilled cheese. I up, man. Oh. $5 for grilled cheese. I made so much yo, money. I'll make, a, I'll make a pot of spaghetti and stuff. I'll make a pot of spaghetti. Y'all can make spaghetti sandwiches. Right. Whoa. Oh, okay. You, you never had a spaghetti sandwich? Uh, yeah, you know have, what? I have not. Yo, I got to put you on, fam. Really? I've been eating spaghetti sandwich sandwiches since I was like six or seven years old. You used to get the 25-cent lunch Mitch. and you used to make them together. Yeah. What? Uh, spaghetti sandwich? I feel like I've put spaghetti on bread before, but I don't, I wouldn't call it that. Yo, it's so delicious. Is there like cheese in that or no cheese? You put sprinkled the Parmesan, right. you know. Yeah. Come on, it's, yo, yo, it's pretty good. It's, it's garlic, good. garlic bread. Garlic bread. Uh, oh, garlic bread. Yo. Oh, okay. Yo, okay. You know, okay, I'm thinking like Pex Wonder White it. Bread. I'm like, Pex does, Pex it, does on it with the, white bread. But with they, the thick one. Yeah, the, it's, the it's French the, toast thick right, hot. Right, right. <laughs> 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 Hello. All right. Let's focus. Right. Let's focus. Oh, no. oh, oh, this oh. is all good information. Yeah. This is good information. All right. um, and in fact, before we go, we're, we're going to take the first block of music in a second. Um, let's talk about the VMAs. Then we'll do the first block of music. As soon okay. as we come back, I want to talk about respectability politics. I don't know anything about the VMAs because I didn't watch it. But, okay, I, have did, but, I, but I did see Kanye West. Right, so I know Fanogram was there. Hey. They were. Oh. Shout, shout out to Kanye West in his new video. Let's talk about that because it ties into it anyway. So this will be Kanye Roulette and also kind of talking about uh, the VMAs. So uh, the VMAs. VMAs were, I think a lot of things this year have been super black. Uh, from Cap, look, listen, from Cap, like Captain America Civil yes. War, remember we watched it, we're just yeah, like, and it was like three black yeah, superheroes like, in Captain America like Civil War at the same time. Black, uh, I, mean, I know I'm forgetting a few things, but there were just things that I feel like have been happening over the, the Olympics. last year. Oh yeah, the Olympics were like super black. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like, every, they were like, they were showing the podiums like for everyone going up to get medal. There would be like no white people. <laughs> was, like yeah. 30 black it looked like yeah. True's brunch line. It was yeah. just like <laughs> Super Yo, black. shout out to Jesse Schneider. That's my um, and, uh, and the VMAs were no different this year. And it was right. really dominated, I felt, by um, by Kanye West, Kanye, Tayana Beyonce, Taylor, Beyonce, Beyonce, and Rihanna. Yep. Uh, and Drake. And, 
you know, with his speech. He was, yeah, it looked like he was, he was about briefly. to propose to freaking Rihanna did. and shit. Um, but so Beyonce did something that I've never before seen at a award show. She performed her entire album, Lemonade, like the whole album wow. at the show. Wow. Oh, and it was amazing. It was yeah. So she did the whole album, like, uh, you know. the only part I watched. And it wasn't even like. <laughs> it was her 15 wow. minutes. It, it was like longer than that. It wasn't even like a, a medley. Damn. It was a medley technically, but she did like a couple kind of verses like her, from each song. It was her like, HBO, like, oh, art yeah. video. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Damn. Damn, I missed it. Yep. Because she had her poetry Shit. readings and her yep. ass shaking. And she just. It was amazing. Wow. She brought the bat. Uh, hot sauce. She brought hot sauce. Hot sauce in yeah, her I bag. seen you tweet that. What? Yeah. She got hot sauce in her bag. It she was real. It, it was yeah. phenomenal. I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen a 20 minute performance anyway, just from like at an award show. At right. an award show. And it was it was amazing how the show just stopped. And it was like, and now it was almost like a halftime show. And now Super it's Beyonce's show. show. Yeah. And uh, so <laughs> she did it. It was it was flawless. Uh, uh, to quote her, I mean, it was just it was flawless. Just entertaining. Like the whole thing. <laughs> you know, and, uh, did, did, uh, did it wake up like that also? <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Damn, man. So that was totally Damn, a high point. And then something else I had never seen before at the VMAs was, uh, and I don't know if they do this before, but Rihanna won the, uh, the Video Vanguard, Vanguard. And she performed four times throughout the night. So it's like she opened, she performed at the you know halfway point, and then twice at the yep. end. I've been trying to tell people Rihanna is dope. Oh, Rihanna's fucking dope. You man. were trying to tell who? Who are millions and millions of fans? No, but there's other people that don't believe <laughs> yo, in her. They think yo, other people are better than Rihanna. Yo, all the people Rihanna's Rihanna's dope. Dope. Yo, was Rihanna dope in Battleship? Yo, she was mad dope in Shut Battleship. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, the movie? The movie? Yeah, yeah, that shit sucked. That shit sucked <laughs> so bad. Two man. people in this room saw the movie Battleship? <laughs> yeah, that shit sucked really bad. Yo, I bad. saw it twice. But yo, what? I, yo, I only it was saw like, it because Rihanna was yo, in it. Can I just I saw it because it had leftover parts. Transformers movie. Oh, they I had leftover it. animation and machinery, that, yeah. and they made that movie. And yep. they both are Hasbro products. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I did not know she was in that. Yeah. Um, but, so, but, so Rihanna, Rihanna performed, and uh, she performed multiple times. And I, I really felt like her first three performances weren't that great, but her last one was stellar. Um, and she's not an amazing vocalist, but she's just an incredible entertainer, and she's just, you know she just she knows her stuff. Uh, she's been doing this. I didn't even realize because I thought it was a little premature. She's young. She's not even thirty. It, but she's been doing this for eleven years because yeah. when she oh, came yeah. when she came out she was a teenager. Yep, um, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I, I didn't even really you know when you look back her Jay Z discography her up quick. He was yeah, like, right. look, I'm managing her now yeah, as she's like, seven, like the Ponda replay stuff. Ponda like, replay, yeah, yeah. So uh, she's been doing this for over a decade, and I didn't realize it. And it kind of the, the cool thing about her performing so many times was it was just like, oh yeah, she did this too. Oh yeah, this is her joint too. You know, she had so many hits. She's had so many hits that it's she's seemed, a survivor. By the end of it, it just no, seemed really Beyonce. deserving. <laughs> um, so anyway, it was dope. If you haven't seen it, uh, I would say check it out, especially her last performance. Watch all of Beyonce's performance and definitely watch the Fade video by Kanye West, which he premiered at the VMAs. Uh, thoughts on this? Am I going to be able to buy this Fade song? It's or on, is it it's gonna, on like the album. Nah, nah. Not if, no, you can't get it if you're not on Facebook, though. So the Fade video is uh, Kanye West had a Yo, four I heard minutes. that mad mad women are like, yo, I'm looking at the fade video. I'm quitting all this bullshit. I'm going to take a I'm going to sleep in the gym yeah. for the next six months. J- they actually I actually saw I posted jokingly while the VMAs were on or afterwards that gym membership spiked by forty percent. But yeah. they actually, they actually did. did. They uh, actually did spike it's like by like thirty like seven yeah, thirty seven percent. I'm like, yo, that's because of this video. Wow. I definitely was watching even you know, I'm watching it. I'm I put my sandwich down, you know, like just they <laughs> 
enough that she's like <laughs> dancing and she's got this incredible body, but she's in a gym dancing too, which is mm-hmm. twice as tiring to watch. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the video, <laughs> the video is just like <laughs> amazing, you know. Um, t- and and uh, Tiana Taylor, I knew her from like acting. She had just been in a few like uh, uh, shows that I saw, like bit parts, and I didn't realize that she was also she also had songs out. I didn't like associate the name with the face slash body until um, until that video. And now now she's almost like become a household name since that video came out because it's just phenomenal like and, and, not, and not just on some oh wow she looks amazing stuff like the, the choreography is dope and she mixes all these different styles of dancing into this one song um, and it just it just comes together really nicely uh, and I read the I believe it or not I actually read the choreographer explaining how they came up with the you know her moves for this and and he was explaining how the end of the video which is kind of a mind fuck uh, he was kind of explaining his thoughts on what happens but at the end of the video she essentially uh, she has like shower sex with her her actual husband who plays for the Clippers and then they just had a baby and the baby appears in the video and then she turns into a cat and then there's like and then there's like a dozen Ah. and there's like a dozen Ah. sheep there's like a dozen sheep all around them and then it just fades to black are the sheep in trees no 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 it was really it was just weird it's actually my Facebook cover photo right now that final scene where it's just sheep a baby a naked cat lady can I pause that pause can I pause that it's not problematic why (laughs) Why come what part of that that sounds amazing it's amazing Uh, yeah like I I want to go to the Salvador yeah. Dali Museum. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's really out there, and uh, I don't know. I just thought it was. It, I, it was just w- watching it live. The, the video seemed like it had three endings. Like first it ended, and people started to clap, and then they sh- cut to the shower scene, and everyone's like, "Oh, hey, shower scene!" Hey. And then it cuts again to black, and people start to clap, and it's like, "Oh, there's a sheep and a baby. What just happened? She's a cat now." It just yeah, pause. Yeah, pause. <laughs> We're gonna pause. get this. Day. I feel like you're still misusing it, but okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So anyway, I, what were you? Did I, y'all saw the video? I'm no, sh- I did? saw the video. You saw no, the video, right? I, got nothing. Yeah. I saw. The you didn't video. see the video either. I saw the pause video by Red DMC. It was like the oh, worst hit they ever had. Right, I want. I, I, want <laughs> no, I saw the video. Everyone should watch the video on a break. But what were your and thoughts, check it? JB? I saw the video because everybody was talking about how dope the video was. Yeah. yeah. And of course it's Kanye, so I'm I'm a huge fan. So I went and I checked the video, and I was like, "Yeah, this is dope. <laughs> this is dope. This is really dope." And I can understand why, you know, women were saying, and men even were saying, "I'm going to get a gym membership." Right oh yeah, now, yeah, right now. Because yeah, I mean, her husband's a pro athlete too. Like right. their whole family Wait, just who looks are we like talking about? Rihanna? Rihanna? T- T- this Tiana is Taylor. Tiana who? Taylor. Who's she? She she is a an actress, actress and dancer, dancer and singer. singer. She signed a good music, but she was the uh, main character or the main, I guess, the protagonist in Kanye's video. And the whole oh. video. Seemed kind of like a spoof on was it fame or fame. okay oh. so so basically she's just dancing the original jump off her ass yeah. off yeah uh, okay. and fam watch the video watch that's the, all just, I can all right. say is watch all the right. video yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there's I, no I, way I can describe yeah, this yeah you can't describe it watch the video hold my mic I'll show him all, all right. right all right <laughs> all right uh, all right let's take can we take a break Nate can we take uh, a yeah we can let's there's take a quick break and screaming I want folks to watch the fade video while we're on break and also we'll be back in like ten minutes or so go to beach radio at beach radio on twitter tell us your top fate or your top apps that you use for your cell phones the hashtag is top apps i just want to know what you're using people are also tweeting us how many folks they have blocked shout out to angelica clark she only has five people blocked surprisingly um and uh we'll when we come back we'll do shout outs and then we're going to talk about respectability politics at beach radio keep it locked boom shout out to angelica clark with the long ass she's drunk she's drunk all right hold on I'll dedicate this one to
to all the Jamaicans in the audience, you know.
Charge me, sir. One button, my lip up here, blood me, such feet. To Babylon, no bad that charge me, sir. This oh, thing, no. Bang bang, get it bang bang, get it bang bang, 
you out of earth check check y'all still with us right all right we'll be back literally in like a minute and a half but they won't let me stop the fade video they're watching it for the third time so we'll, we'll be right we'll be right back so literally a, a, a minute and a half all right I'm gonna send him to outer space To find another race I'm gonna send him to outer space To find another race Satan is a evil lost man But him can't choke sit on I man So when I check him, my last in hand And if him slip a gun with him hand I'm gonna put on a iron shirt Satan out of earth I'm gonna put on an iron shirt And chase the devil out of earth I'm gonna send him to outer space To find another race I'm gonna send him to outer space To find another race Oh yeah Check, check. Holy check, crap. Check. Right, I'm feeling faded right now. That's all I can say. Y'all finish or y'all done? Y'all, never. <laughs> so uh, we just watched wow, the uh, video for Fade. Yeah, right now I'm in the recovery room. Some of y'all did too. Uh, I, I actually said Fame was it, it was a riff off Fame, but it's a riff off Flashdance. I did that last night too. Um, so yes, thank you, Cleanna. Yeah, um, yeah, if you, and and Scout. If you, I, I always yeah, it absolutely was. Yeah, yeah. good call. Uh, and oh, also I want to say uh, somebody mentioned like they wish Jody were were here. Jody was supposed to be here, and one of the VMA topics, you know, he's usually the resident the like expert. He listens to. So unfortunately Jody canceled So he wasn't able to give us His in-depth VMA analysis And uh, maybe I don't know Maybe we can get it next week We'll see If he shows up Alright so let's do We got a lot of people Hitting us up You want to do shout outs And um, Yeah I guess I'll do some shout outs Hey Cool 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 There's a lot Oh my god 
Um, we probably lost everyone that long ass fade. Probably, break. I know. Tanisha Sorry, was like, uh, "What the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Is there something wrong? Nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to stop watching it. <laughs> Yo, you didn't send me the shout outs, Masai. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I'm feeling faded. All right. Um, you got him. I got him. Shout out, shout out to Cleanna. Shout out to Tanisha. Shout out to Angelica Clark. KP. I'm a walker. Jamal Mills. Shout out, shout out to Jamal Mills. Yeah, word up. Shout out to Mike Luch. Shiara. Sapio. Matt Murray. Scout. Cody Richless. KC Orcut. I'm a boy. Casey! Sorry. Shout out to Jennifer Merrow, who is in the building as our uh, bartender. Bartending what those uh, Albany Distilling Co. spirits. Hey. Um, <laughs> shout out to Emma Boyd. I'm laughing because I just hear the replay in the background and it sounded mad funny. Uh, shout out to Ras Beats or Ross Beats or wh- however, however he or she pronounced it. Shout out to Mari Kush, Amanda Yu, Kenny Newman, Han Dogan, Dan Hogan. And uh, yeah, word. Cool. I said all the Yeah. All right, we're gonna stop shouting them out next week because we don't get refilled. We need a excuse me. No, 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 no. Shut your damn mouth. We don't have refills. We do because I haven't gone. Oh, okay. Oh, shout out to John Employed. J A W N Employed. Uh, they just retweeted one of our joints. So his last name is Employed. It's it's one yeah. word, John J A W N Employed. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Word. Uh, all right, good. So Albany Stilling Co is still in our good graces. And Petty Pendulum. Are they from Philly? Is that person from Philly? John one. Probably. Yeah, the John one. Probably yeah. must I don't be a know. Philly thing. Yep. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not freaking looking into it like that because it's not that important to me. Yep. But shout out to you for retweeting <laughs> our stuff. We love you at B Shot Radio. We love you. Who the, yeah. You know we. Yeah, this show's awesome. Yo, we got a dope tweet from uh, one of my favorite podcasts that I can't remember. Oh, uh, politically reactive. Oh, they're dope. So it's um uh, Kam- uh I think it's pronounced Kamua Bell and Hari. I'm so bad with last names. And just reading. Uh, Ka- uh, uh Kandabalo. <laughs> so anyway, there are two. That like, is not comedians. how you say that. They're both. Shit. Ro- yeah. I, I mispronounced both things. But anyway, <laughs> uh, they, I retweeted it. I just like hit them up like randomly, like oh, like your show. You guys are dope, whatever. And they and they retweeted. Us and gave us a little shout, and they're they're like a big deal. They actually just met Taina Seely um, when she was doing her um, her uh, concert over on the West Coast. Hey, she got to oh, like parlay okay. with them a little bit, okay. and she told them she just coincidentally she like told them to check out our podcast. So it's like podcast love happening on Twitter. I'm all I like about that. It. I like that. I'm all about it. They actually uh, the last episode of their podcast they talked about uh, the Olympics and just different ways that the Olympics going to different regions can kind of impact and often devastate the area. Oh yeah, um, you don't you don't think that uh, the yep. the Entire area where those Olympic stadiums were built in Brazil, they I had think to, Russia. Oh, a lot of people oh, yeah. got displaced, and you yeah. know, th- most of them were already homeless. And Russia was even worse. Worse, yeah. It those was, that weren't homeless became homeless, and yeah. that whole area is now extremely impoverished. Oh, wow. And now, six to ten or twenty years later from now, that that Olympic stadium is going to be vacant. It's yeah, going to yeah. it's going to be run down. Mm-hmm. So you know, it yeah, just devastates the area. It's usually yeah, it's usually really bad for the area. They yeah. and they kind of keep that part from you. You know that whenever. They're filming down yeah. there Even when they do The little exposés Of the surrounding area 
area. They're right. really like specific about what parts they show you. They, get, they give you the touristy areas. Yeah. And uh, one thing that that the dude mentioned from the Pol- politically reactive podcast, he went to he was down there at the Olympics, and um, he was saying how when he was in line uh, before he could get in the Olympic Village, he saw Mark Henry the wrestler also yes. in line. Yes. So he tried to take a picture of it, but they they're really tight about security. They don't want anyone taking pictures of anything until you're in the village. Mm. So he like took his phone out. He was like, three people just immediately like jump on him, take his phone. They're like, make him delete this shit in front of him. Oh, oh and he's yeah. like, I just saw Mark Henry like relax. You know, and they're like, not till you're inside. You know, like they don't want people like that are going there taking pictures of the just regular area in the outer right. part or just like they don't the want wasteland. real shit. Just like oh, yeah, it's part. just like porta potties and pavement for you know they've cleared every trees out for oh, parking wow. and stuff. So it's like it's Incredible. not pre- it's not pretty outside, but they don't want those photos getting out. Oh, Incredible. Wow. Listen, listen, listen. Oh yeah. Listen. Also, we, shout out to Ashley Ann on check-in, and you already <laughs> threw Shara on there. Okay, yeah. This yep. ha- this and been, Jonathan Hall. Sorry, this has Go been going on for a very long time with regards to the Olympics. It literally, it's it's again, it's white privilege. Um, I mean, of course, we get to see great athletes, but the agenda is always, um, you know, the Olympic Committee. Um, it really doesn't benefit the the area that the places are in. I mean, only for a very short period of time. Um, but like you said, a, a lot of people get displaced, and then um, the 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 really messed up part is. Nothing Nothing happens to those facilities afterwards. Like, I feel like o- only one place that I can even think of, which is where... Like Placid. The, where, was it? Oh, Los Angeles? Well, no, but like, like, like we grew up with Lake Placid up north. Where right, like, Lake right. Placid. Right. Home of the Miracle. And you can go up and you can visit it and you can explore it. But right. then 90% of the places that they host Olympics now are desolate and right, empty. Right, right. But the there's so much Brazil to do around Lake had, Placid. They had FIFA, too, two years prior, who also built, like, what, four stadiums that yeah. are all now parking garages. Yep. Oh wow. Yep. Right. Right. Yep. The only reason Lake Placid is is still a tourist area is because Steam. there's more thing. Yeah. There's yeah, more there's things to do. You can do white, white privilege pretty much. No. Like, no, no you're right. You're right. There's. I mean, there's certain areas where it's it works out great for whoever's yeah, but there. This was like eighty. What? Right. Yeah. Eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. The FIFA that's in South Africa. You know where they built those stadiums? Those are really. I've been. I've been there. I was just there. And those are really, really nice areas that they built those stadiums in, in Cape Town. Um, and, well, there's one in Johannesburg. But they're in, in and around the areas. And, you know, teams still play this. Teams still travel from all over. But then there's a whole bunch of other places where they build these stadiums or they have these huge events. And, again, once, once it happens, everything just kind of gets... Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of left. Build a soccer stadium somewhere. People could, or a soccer field. People can use that. Exactly. No one's going to go go bobsledding randomly, like you know, whatever the fuck they do. Especially in Russia. Like, who goes to like? (laughs) I've been. And like Moscow is like the the Moscow and Saint Petersburg are like the happening places, and that's it when it comes to when it comes to Russia. So I can't even imagine what was the name of the place that they had. Sochi. So what? Huh? What was it called again? <laughs> Sochi. Huh? Sochi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. anyway. Um, and, you know, shout out to... Somebody needs to rethink didn't this, Didn't it, like, man. bankrupt yes. Vancouver? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. That, but the Vancouver. other part is, is, like, the environmental aspect it has yeah. to it. And the waste Rip this that down to put this yeah, up. Yeah. Right. This up and use all this right. steel Thank and you. fiber and, like, basically cheap slave labor. And yeah. Speaking of slave labor, shout out to um Kleana who... You got a slave labor segue? No! 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 Pause! 
Pause. Yeah, pause. Problematic. Speaking of slave later, Cleon's yeah. on the check in. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> not cool, this bro. Is, this is not, and it, and this is not cool. Um, damn, y'all done made me mess up my train of thought. Uh, shout out to Cleana on the check in who posted. Nope. Who posted um, a lot of sex trafficking goes on? Yeah, that's areas. true. As well as as yep. well as regular prostitution. Not only sex trafficking, yep. like, like sex slaves, but regular prostitution. Oh the Olympics, that the is Super huge. Bowl. That is huge. Yeah. That is huge. Yeah. During, it's like um, carnival. Yo, carnival, carnival, carnival. Uh, huge, Super Bowl man. weekend. Yeah. Uh, um, um, what's the what's the um fo- the baseball one? The um, World Series. The war- not World Series. Yo, you know Not what? that. I'm hosting. I'm hope. I'm the hosting Super Bowl. What's the basketball all the NBA finals? NBA finals. finals? I'm, hope, I'm hosting all of them. All of that on, shit. All, right? all of that shit. And I'm getting t-shirts that say nobody fights or nobody fights to Stevie Wonder. <laughs> I'm getting t-shirts up. made. Actually, I want one of those. That sounds right. dope. So, yeah, I would I would I would wear that t-shirt. See? Um okay. We good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we finish or we done? Y'all finish or y'all done? Let's I forgot, move on. I forgot how we even got on this. I'm tight. All right. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, we're really drunk. Uh, so, let's talk about something a little serious. I, I, wanted, I was serious. I wanted to talk about respectability politics, and I, I feel like mm-hmm. we mentioned it on the show a lot, but I don't think we've ever, like, really gotten it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm about to oh, sing an old Negro spiritual. Negro, <laughs> not Negro. Negro, <laughs> I like that. Uh, I feel like we never really, like, kind of broke it down. And, and sometimes I, I, I just assume, I think a lot of people do this, like, we just assume everyone's kind of on the same page with these uh, with definitions about things even racism which when you say like as we mentioned earlier you say to one person they have a whole different uh, uh, definition that they're kind of going by um, so uh, respectability politics just like to kind of cover it and give it a really broad definition would be like when marginalized people uh, are trying to um, to follow cultural norms so that they can, they can be respected as part of mainstream culture society so it's people who are not part of the mainstream culture um, doing or prescribing or perpetuating things that the mainstream culture does uh, in the hopes that they will be respected or uh, attain the same level of status that the dominant societal group has. So uh, what this looks like, you know, like in, in real life is the, the whole, you know, pull your pants up if you're black and you sag your pants, pull them up. People will then they'll respect you. They'll treat you the right way if you do that. Like that's a pretty basic example of respectability. Politics. Don't talk white. Talking no, don't talk. No, black. Don't, don't don't yeah. Don't, don't talk, talk black. black. Yeah, you yeah. should oh, talk white. Don't oh, talk. You should black. talk. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I flipped it. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and the reason that people do this, so so like the talking white thing, right? This is something that I think a lot of folks do, especially when you get on the phone or your job interview. Like this is something that people have to do to get by. So usually, prescribing to respectability politics is kind of a it's a survival instinct. It's like a survival method because when you do this, it helps you get it, on some levels. It will help you get by in society. So people do this stuff to tr- get pats on the head, like we mentioned with um, Jerry, uh, Rice. Jerry Rice, from uh, like doing what white people want you to do, and it'll help you like kind of grease the wheels in some ways. So like talking white would be an example, or dressing in a certain way, not having your hair too um, offensive to white people, like natural hair. Like if you just you know people would would no it down or straighten no, it, yeah, no, no dreadlocks, no dreads. like do you do things that are not offensive or don't bother white people, right. and you can kind of you know it'll help you a little bit. Get by. Shout life. out to Karen Ridley on the check-in, also. Yeah. 
Um, so, so a major problem with this is that certain people are always using it to uh, like control the behavior of other people in a, in, a, in a marginalized group. Like, why are you doing this? You should behave this way. Then they'll respect us. And, Bill Cosby. Uh, Bill, you know, Bill Cosby is an example of it. And, you know, because his show, like his show is problematic for a few reasons. Like set aside everything else horrible Cosby's done, you know, that we, that's come to light recently. But his show, as, you know, groundbreaking as it was, he kind of uh, set this uh, pull yourself up by your bootstraps precedent and... And you can have, you know, the the you can have your the car pudding and, the two and eat it too. And was that a dad joke? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> that shit is disgusting. So his, so his show yeah. kind of was like showing was showing like this is how black people should be in American society and like why and and, and it. it caused like a lot of white people to be like why can't you be like more like right, Bill right, Cosby's right. family or whatever you know because if they can do it you can do it type thing um, and it just sets this like ridiculous precedent right. and doctor the, and a lawyer mom dad I mean like that's realistically that, you know what yeah. you know. We are talking about we, we You and I have had this discussion before mm-hmm. It is not the norm it's not. The norm is The 15 year old boy Getting You know His 12 year old friend yeah. Pregnant exactly. And yep. when they have children You know they are in a position now where they really don't understand like what it is to be a responsible parent. Yeah. So that cycle continues, and those are the cycle. And and we do try to break those those you know those norms, but that's that's that really is. And then you know the Bill Cosby situation is the one in a whatever. Yeah, I'm, it's, I'm that. Yeah, it's yeah I'm that. It's the it's the exception to the rule, and this is something I've known even throughout my own life because like I was raised like me and a lot of my friends and my brother and all these people like. We were friends growing up And people always look at me Sometimes and they'll be like You went to school You did it Why can't you Why can't they do it And it's like Hold up for a second I'm the exception to the right. rule In a lot of cases right. Like I got by You know on the skin of my teeth And a lot of Shit, privilege You and, and I luck. both We talked about this You yeah. and I both We got by We were right? very lucky Because like, of the shit That we were into yep. The stuff that we were around And then the stuff That we actually did ourselves. Yep you know, we were lucky to get get out of that and break the cycles that were surrounding us, and that brings and, us together. Yeah, and and then go to college, finish mm-hmm. co- finish college. Mm-hmm. You know, and now we have successful careers as well as other things that we're part of. Yo, and, as yo, as black men, you know, we represent you know a super like millionth percentile. Yep. You know, for the things that we've accomplished. All yeah. right, we are not the norm. Yeah, and a lot Definitely. of it does come. You know, a lot of it just comes from privilege. Like we all have privilege in different ways. Like you know, like you had two parents and I had a white parent which counts as two basically in this society and uh, and uh, and JB's really good looking so uh, <laughs> so we, we use those things to like kind of game the system a little Shit. bit you know and like even even having a white mother right my, my, even though my mother had you know was dealing with a lot of things and she passed away and everything I was able to pick up on her speech patterns and, and sometimes that would help me bullshit my way into and out of situations that you helped know? me too because um, my mother worked for a lot of white people and was in corporate America for a while yeah, yeah. before she "Quote unquote," got sick and stopped working, and so she she surrounded us with those different cultures: yeah. Asians, uh, white people, you're, you know, people from Germany, and so on and so forth. So I was privy to I was privy to a lot of different cultures growing up, and I didn't see things the way other people in Harlem saw them. So mm-hmm. when I when I be, when I you know came of age, a lot of that stuff stuck with me, and it started coming to the forefront. I'm like, hey, maybe I can use this to my advantage because I know how to speak like that. Yeah. I know how to talk like that. I know how to dress like that. You know, and I don't think there's anything wrong with like. 
picking up on these things and like using them to game the system when it becomes an issue is when you start saying why don't you behave like that? because we shouldn't have to game the system like right. I, I shouldn't have to speak speak in a certain way or have to pretend I'm white or dress white or talk white to to be able to succeed or get through in a society oh hell no now people have learned to do this as a as a survival mechanism but when you start pushing it on other people and it's like victim blaming you're like oh well you could have uh, a decent paying job or you could have gone to school if you had just acted a little more white you know behaved a little more respectable right and uh and it constantly comes up like the, the even the word respectable like and presentable and all, all these things like come up and uh when, when people are trying to put down people and kind of change the way that they behave pull your pants up pull your pants and, and they'll say things like uh you're rep you're poorly representing the race somehow as if like because you're not behaving in a way that is uh you know congruent with the dominant society you're pulling down the rest of the race so now it's like this now you're representing us poorly and you're bringing us down and it's bullshit you know and, and oh, people definitely be and, and people do this all, all the time i'm sure i mean everyone participates in in some way but anytime you're really questioning what somebody from a marginalized group whether you know whether it's a woman or, or you know person of color uh and you're just like questioning what they're doing or why they're doing it and saying if they did it in a more mainstream way it would help them that's that would be respectability politics um so sometimes it's easy to recognize like the pull your pants up thing sometimes it's a little more nuanced now this is what caused a huge argument uh over the last two days with with a bunch of activists because there was um a black woman and she will actually be on the show next week um and she she called someone out in a way that people didn't like because you know the respectability politics are different for not just races but also men and women so like black women in particular are, are uh you know told not to be angry like the angry black woman trope you know, I was talking about this today with the, the, a guy at my job, a white guy, and I was just kind of trying to briefly explain what respectability politics were. And before I even said the phrase angry black woman, he said it. And this is like oh, the yeah. whitest white guy ever. Mm-hmm. So he, he even he said he's like heard it so many times that's ingrained in his head. Right. So when when uh, this person d- behaved, you know, acted out in this way, immediately people like started jumping in saying, oh, you like you don't need to talk like that. You need to you need to get yourself. You know, someone came to me, actually tagged me in a, in a post and was like, you need to get your girl and uh then, yeah, then i that's, saw that that's where i saw that late last night you see and i hit you up like yeah, 12 yeah. o'clock you hear man, late, like, like yo, yo, what's going bullshit? on yeah. i'm missing i'm missing fuck? this story remember i'm locked out of facebook yeah, yeah. what's going on so basically on? there was just an, an argument happened um between two groups of activists and it was because one um one, one black woman in particular uh had she called out a black male in a way that a lot of people didn't like because it wasn't respectable and even okay. though she was right in what calling him out people were like I don't like your tone so they were like tone policing her because okay. she did it in a way that was too um, it wasn't passive enough she just like called him out and she, she laid it out how it is right and um, and, and uh, the wo- like the woman that did this I, I personally love her Facebook feed in fact she said to me yesterday that she if she switched places with me a lot of people wouldn't even recognize the difference in our feeds now uh. I, I don't see it that way because she I think she's she pulls way less punches than I do and she's super radical with her politic and I, you know but I just love it but I do get a pass because I'm a light skinned dude so I think a lot of times people will take stuff from me and they'll take it more as an authority in the same way that people were tagging me like yo get your girl like as if I'm some authority this you know this isn't even we're like casual acquaintances you know um, and uh, that kind of ties into the whole misogyny aspect of it and it, it, it like the two go hand in hand so people were trying to get all like respectable with her and oh we can't respect you if you're behaving like this you're making us look bad and all the same stuff that we hear over and over again with like 
We heard this with Mike Brown. Uh, we heard this with Corinne Gaines recently. We heard this with Sandra Bland. You know, when Sandra Bland was was uh, detained by the police and there was that video. Shout out I, to Tanisha who just posted. Not everyone involved in the post were activists. Oh yeah, not and that, really. and that I, is very, I say, yeah. that is very true. I'm using that too. That loosely. is very true. I, I would say because even Tanisha got tagged in the post yeah. and I got t- pulled into it. She hit me up and was like, yeah. yo, did you know about this? I'm like, I didn't know shit. I would say everyone was an organizer. I, I shouldn't say activist. Like, commu- everyone was a community Everybody organizer. is is active in the community. That doesn't mean they're an okay. activist. They do organizing, either, whether it's artistic. I believe everyone does some sort of organizing. But yeah, they're a- they're active in the community, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, I oh shit, I lost my train of thought. Um, I don't know. But we were talking kind of about how it ties into the whole misogyny aspect. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were basically just saying, like, you need to, like, come at me like you need to check her check and, your girl and 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 she wasn't backing down you know and i think that's what really rubbed people the wrong way they're used to just the enough people ganging in and that person will back down and uh it really just became kind of the typical run-of-the-mill um you need to behave in a certain way thing and it, it, what i was saying before was this this ties into sandra bland um because i remember after she was uh killed somebody was watching the video like the, the video of her uh, arrest or her stop was going around and somebody was like why didn't she just put out her fucking cigarette and it's like hold up like she just got pulled over for the most basic thing ever she just died and you're questioning why she didn't put out her cigarette when the cop when the cop asked like that's respectability politics like the the cigarette isn't the issue that's just something for us to focus on so that we can va- blame you know the, the most marginalized right, people right, right. and it's a it's a huge distraction and it's used by not just white supremacy but it's also used by um by other you know black folks and, and yeah, other especially black elitists folks. definitely um, so the um I, I you know I found a bunch of articles about this and I'll tweet one out but uh, one cool quote I came across was just like uh, the more time we spend blaming uh, her this is in relation to Sandra Bland uh, for be- becoming uh, a victim of the system the less time we spend fighting for justice so this is an example of, uh, of one of the consequences of respectability politics is that it actually kills people because if we're not actively fighting uh, systemic abuse and th- the, the, the same things that killed Sandra Bland every breath that I waste talking about Sandra Bland's cigarette is a breath that I should be spending to fight white supremacy and when we get caught up in this, it's like a derailment tactic, and it kind of shifts the focus away. And it's and it's done all the time on all purpose. All the time, it's definitely there's on always a distraction or something to derail our train of thought, take us off of it. And hey, don't worry about that. That, that was nothing. She should she should have put a cigarette yeah. out. Well, why do you think that video of Mike Brown came out where he um he allegedly robbed the store? Right, and, and uh, allegedly because the the store owner said that he never robbed the store. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I do remember. Oh, that. really? Yeah, the store owner said he never robbed the store. He said oh, that he snap. actually paid for the stuff. He was just being an asshole. Oh. And that he knew the kid from the neighborhood. And he's always acted like that. And they play around like that. And and my thing is, even if... It just it really had nothing to do with him being killed. Like, even if he robbed... Like, t- even if One he did doesn't the justify store. the other. Yeah, like, right, come on. Right, but just right, because right, he robbed the store doesn't mean he needed to get killed. Yeah, people kept bringing it up. Like, oh, well, he was just a thug. Like, if he hadn't robbed the store, he would be cops on the street. At my job like one day, I was I was privy to a conversation in in the waiting room. Patient, white patient with his black lady friend. Oh, I hate this story. Don't tell that. it again. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> What? <laughs> But okay, I won't tell it. No, 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 I, no, but, no, no. But no, it, it really, it really fucked me up to to sit to stand there and listen to that. And she didn't say anything. She did. She was like, "Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He right, was a thug. Right. He did get what he deserved." And everyone else seemed like they were agreeing, or if they weren't agreeing, they weren't saying anything. And I'm like. Can't stand around and listen to this shit because yeah. I'm about to knock this boy on his fucking ass. Like this is some bullshit. Mm. 
Well, I heard from uh, one person that, that's actually been on the show before, uh, Reese from We Stole the Show. He said to me that um, he had read that respectability politics is often the like one of the hardest hurdles to overcome, like on the path to social like consciousness or just like wokeness. I guess is what we call it. Right. And uh, and I thought about it, and I and I the more I think about it, the more I agree with it because sometimes you know you still get this impulse to to tell people to behave in a certain way or so, or somebody will do something in the black community and I'm just like why are you doing it like you're making us look bad like you really need to not do this you right. know um, so the impulse is still strong and I'm sure I, you know I still do this uh, regularly too um, but sometimes it's it's just worth like pausing if you're if you're going to criticize something uh, a marginalized group is doing you re- you really need to just pause look at it and be like why pause. like why am I really saying this is it because what they're doing is problematic or is it just because I don't like how they're doing it because they need to be acting more white like they need to be doing this in a way that white people will appreciate and this came up repeatedly in in the uh, Facebook argument between the organizers uh, because folks were like white people are watching this post like you know they're laughing it up to the bank like and and it's like if you're doing things constantly concerned about what white what other people are thinking about who gives a fuck yeah you're not that shouldn't be your focus yeah you're not being honest you're not being true to yourself it's really just a way to like keep us you know enslaved and keep us in check and not and not be free remember back when Don was was killed. Uh, shout out to Cleanna uh, um, for posting this. Uh, when Dante was was killed, they said he robbed the woman before he was tased. Remember yeah. that? That's some bullshit. I never and, heard and, that. That's and we bullshit. all know that that's bullshit. That's some bullshit yeah. right there. I never heard that. That's some bullshit. That's yeah. I remember that was yeah. like yeah. It was like a brief. It was like brief. part it was of the very story brief. because he, they were trying to find a way to 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 justify what was done. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, and we know that that's not. We know that that's not. Yeah, Dante. that's not Dante. And, but when the when the story was like first breaking, people just kind of make up the, the news as it goes. We yeah. know that more and more, so any, anything goes. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure they would have loved for that to happen. That's why when they do this now, like when somebody, especially a person of color, com- is killed by the police, the first thing they do is start trying to like drudge up everything they've done in the past to try and like justify it. Yeah, and uh, and just victim blame them and just be like, oh well. Listen, if, if, they, if I get killed by the cops, I guarantee you're gonna see my mug shot from freaking '89, my mug shot from probably like '90. You're going to be like, oh, shit. And they're going to talk about all the stuff that I've done that makes me look like a criminal. They're not going to touch on any of the positive stuff that I've done mm-hmm. in my life. Oh, I, yeah. And I know this because that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's par for the course at this point. Yeah. yeah you know, you know, yeah. You, they have oh, JB was a thug. He was a rapper. He was a gangster <laughs> rapper. He did this, this, that, and the third, and this, that, and the third, and he had hundreds of kids and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> he blocked thousands of people on Facebook. <laughs> Word. (laughs) And uh, one of the things that uh, I personally find the most annoying about respectability politics, and I guess we'll just kind of wrap it up. And I only wanted to mention this tonight because we're going to talk about this next week, and I I wanted to kind of get the basic stuff out of the way. All right, all right. Um, Is that. uh, This is a primer. Yeah, this is a primer. This is a primer for next week. We have to remember it can be committed not just by white folks, because white people do this all the time with, you know, policing the the actions of of black people and and the people of color, and men do this all the time with policing the actions of women. Um, But it can also be done by. You know, within your group, and uh, one of the quotes from the articles, one of the article I was reading today was uh, some of the most enthusiastic supporters of respectability politics are um, people in these groups. In spite of the fact that the rules have no basis in reality, the way you wear your hair, for example, has nothing to do with whether or not you can do a job. Um, they w- it will still be supported by people in this group. So the pressure to change your appearance or prescribe to pr- respectability politics uh, to be valued in spaces like the workplace can take a detrimental toll on you, and that that just kind of made me think 
about how much effort people will put in. Like when you're living a double life, essentially, you like you you behave in a certain way, you're raised in a certain culture, and then we have to have the you know we have to have the white voice, we have to have the the clothes that I wear so that. Like I'll dress differently Depending if I'm going To a party in Colony Or Troy or whatever Because I know The police will treat me differently And and that's like For my own safety To do it um, When I go to a, a job interview uh, Or even every day When I pull into work I always wear a fitted And usually my hat is backwards Like I turn it forwards Because I, like the people At my job treat me You're differently The more they know about me The more they treat me differently Now I don't want Like I just want to be like I'm going to keep it real All the time This is me But at the end of the day I, right. I want to make my job A little easier And it's yeah. easier The less intimidated they are And like the less they know about me so I even I like have to you know I, I kind of suppress a lot about myself just nope. because it's easier to, to nope. not do that well, fuck that fuck that Let I me. go to work some Thursdays when I have like no Drunk, shits nah, never, 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 that, never that never that but I go to work I wear jeans I wear a t-shirt I got my fitted on they like uh, yeah I'm not saying that. Who, who, who the hell is this <laughs> why not they judge pretty hard on the way they walk, what they wear to work yeah they the are hair you wear the they shoes are. you wear I, you know I was rocking a mohawk correctly. for like two and a half three months nobody said nothing the only person that has something to say shout out to Tanisha <laughs> only person that has something to say shout out to Tanisha about my mohawk was <laughs> shout out to Tanisha no one else said anything she because like I, she, she hated it she's like you gotta get rid of that shit it looks horrible it's ugly blah 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 Jen, blah, blah. Jen what were you saying about the closing I'm saying Hold when the females close. when females go to work oh pause we uh, women on the show I mean I don't even know what the rules are for women but we say women instead of females <laughs> yeah okay we women I should have said that at the beginning of the show it's like okay. a it's there's like a, a lot of rules it's a there's show a lot of rules it's just a show rule women at work <laughs> <laughs> we are judged harshly on the whole time you're talking all I can think about is like when I judge other females at work mm-hmm. because it's like almost like a fashion show like your right. hair your nail who wears the best outfit yeah. who has the best shoes who didn't who has that chipped nail polish like yeah. Whose shirt is cut too low? Oh, whose skirt is too high? My first day, I got in trouble for wearing chiffon. I don't know what that is. Exactly. I thought that went on cake. Chiffon. I thought that like was a lemon cookie. It is. is not. Are you it's, sure it's not a cookie? No, it's a fabric. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I promise. You, you ever seen the doilies? <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Like? Pretty much. That's what it looks like. Stop I being think, so respectable, uh, yo. <laughs> And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this too because because I'm white and you know it's just like some shit that a white person would say. Um, I think that white people deal with it on a certain level too because um, look when I go into a job interview I speak a certain way and I. Wait, but you speak. That way all the time. What are you talking about? White people. What are you talking about? Well, I think I think I probably speak different on a job interview than I would with if I'm like just hanging out with my buddies. Oh, I turn into Jennifer when I no, I'm still being the white devil's advocate right now because it's only respectable respectability politics if you're from a a marginalized group and you're trying to do it to conform to the main society. Since you're a a straight white male, yeah, it's not it's not the same as you like conforming. You know, like you turning your hat backwards isn't so that you won't be seen as black or you're still. A white guy. I, I understand all this. I'm, I'm, when, when I, I answer, understand this. When I answer my phone, I'm yeah. like, John Brown speaking. How may I help you? But yeah. when, when Masai called me, I'm yeah. like, what up, son? What's good? You good? Yeah. We good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. What's popping, my nigga? Like, like that's, that's how Brown? I talk when, you know, one of my but people call. I do the same thing. <laughs> You say what's popping, my Nick? Nathan's called me numerous times, and he's always just like, "Hello, this is Nathan." <laughs> that is true. He's like, "Hi." I thought, Hi, he, was, it's I thought he was my PO. I was just like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no, all right. So I mean, I definitely change the way I talk, the, the way I act and talk, with depending on, on who I am. I think everybody does, but I Wait, I but understand. You're just changing it with us to sound like more like you're more down, though. That's the difference. <laughs> this I, is your job interview. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, you could look at it that way, or you could look at at how I feel most comfortable and where I feel most comfortable and where I feel less comfortable and yeah. where I feel less comfortable is conforming to you know the way I should act in a job I feel more artificial when I'm in a job interview and than I do in this scenario right here okay. personally so and again you know this is so super white of me to say because you know it obviously if doesn't affect me the same way it affects you guys, right? It's a total different story. Um, but I just wanted to insert my whiteness into the conversation. And, As always. Uh, you know. Yeah, white uh, privilege. <laughs> you gotta remember, like, say you, do, you know, if you do it all up, right, you're wearing a suit, you're speaking in your yeah. most white, and you're looking, you know, your most white or whatever, and you, you had, like, uh, casserole for breakfast or whatever. <laughs> And, and, may, and maybe I had to cover some tattoos, right. even though I don't have them. Yeah, maybe yeah. I had to cut my dreadlocks off, <laughs> you, you know, white yeah. dreads, you so know. Like, you, they, they dreads grow, they when, grow. You, when you do yeah. all that up and you go in that job interview, you are the shining example of like America. You're what they want to walk in that door. Right, right. You are baseball. When, when I pie. do it, right. I'm trying to look as close to you as possible, and I'll never get there. Like, <laughs> it's like that's we're we're trying right, to get right, somewhere right. that that we really can't get to because we're we're swimming upstream. Like we're trying to attain an impossible standard right. to fit into a society that doesn't want us to and we shouldn't right. have to instead of saying hey this is the way to be in society let's all try to be like Nate on his best day at work we should be like hey let's accept different people and uh, even dress yeah, co- you know, dress codes like all dress codes are really just racist and sexist if you get down to it like there's really no reason that yep. these are built into society so that people can behave in a certain way that's respectable You, right. were, uh, Jen was just talking about the uh, the fashion show thing at work and I, <laughs> I see that a lot too at my job because um, I, I, I see it more from obviously from the male perspective because men at work really can't wear any variety of clothing like at my job so we all wear the same shit we all wear slacks and a button up every fucking day except Friday yeah. we can wear jeans like so it's like men don't really have that diversity but I see women have all these things they can wear but then there's all this other pressure on them to like oh that's too that's short too that's too tight. yeah that's too yeah, yeah too yeah. revealing that's so. that see through yeah. mm-hmm. and I, I will yeah. say I will say one more thing that um, with me my personal experience oh wait a minute before you get that that out <sighs> Because this ties into what is it gonna go away in ten seconds? Is Nate saying so is Nate saying whiteness is restrictive and blackness is dope as fuck? We know, fam. Maybe. Shout out to Angelica Club. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. I'll I'll agree with that. Uh, but but I will I will make this point that once I've gotten through the interview and met the people at work or in whatever circle we're talking about. Yeah. I can loosen up and I start, you know, yo-yo-yoing or however I normally am, and and what? And that's and 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 I'm comfortable doing it, and I don't and I don't feel that I'm mis that I am um, negatively judged for it. Whereas I think that Masai and JB probably still feel. The same way, even nah, though they're I'm not good. paying any attention. No, no, nah, I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yeah, I don't worry right, about that good, shit. Good, good. Because I have my own ways of getting into make sure I get a job interview and yeah. making sure I get the job. Yeah. Like if you look, my, my name is John Brown. Right. You don't know if I'm white or black. When you speak to me on the phone, not now, but if I'm calling for a job interview, yeah. I don't. I don't talk like this. I have very proper English, and. 
my credentials speak for themselves. Then once you get me in there and I and I well, talk this, to this you, isn't and, a job interview now, John? But I'm just <laughs> saying. But I'm saying. I'm saying. And then you see me and my gears on fleek. Like you, you're gonna hire me, mm. and I have the charisma to be hired for any job. Like, have, you, have you been hired for any job? Every job, I've, every, every single, job, every single job interview I've went to, I've gotten hired. I didn't always accept the job because uh-huh. I don't like table dancing and I don't so like probably, dancing on the pole. But. So you're probably like 97 percent hired on jobs, right? Like they hire you like 97 percent of the time. Yeah, or I remember like one, that. Stop, stop. <laughs> yes, I yes. remember one time I went for this. Jo- this is my second job working out here. I went for this job interview at um, Albany Med And I had put in my application And didn't get a call Me and my brother Derek We never got a call So I went up there I'm like this is some bullshit Why am I not getting a, a, a call back And I yeah. went into the cardiology department Because that's where I applied They're doing like, surgery You're just like excuse me No I was like oh my god I'm having chest pain And, and yeah, I, sw- I, swear, I swear on my kids This is what I did I'm like I, I'm having chest pain so the lady comes over. She was the supervisor. The lady comes over. She's like, are you all right? I was like, yeah, I was just trying to um, get your attention because I applied for a job here. And, and two, week, two weeks later, I was working. Two weeks later, I was working. It worked. This was 1992. I, I swear to God. Why would I, you do that? Because I wanted the fucking job. I can't believe that worked for you. It uh, worked. It worked. And I, I worked. and I worked for Albany Med and taught at Albany Med in Hudson Valley for eight years. So this is your success story of what black people should do to get no, jobs? No, I'm just telling you that I did this. That because I was young and dumb, but it oh, worked. Okay. But it just happened to work. It okay. worked. Sweet, wow. I guess. Uh, it wasn't where I thought that was going. No, okay. it wasn't. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm a thug. we're gonna talk a lot about this next week. Uh, I just want you know, I just want to kind of touch base with, base with it. This is one of the most frustrating things that I, I feel like I encounter, or I think a lot of folks encounter in the community, especially when you're doing organizing, because it comes up over and over again, and and people have a different, like everyone has a different level of what they'll tolerate in terms of like respectableness, you right. know. Um, so it's like we're all on different pages with it and when I see it you know rear its head up it's always like it's always in like black circles of like people that I usually really want to be cool with and chill with and it's like they'll say something like oh why would you do this uh, like we did a protest down at City Hall one time we were like we were uh, chanting while there were like kids I guess singing like Christmas carols or something and they're just like <laughs> yeah I remember that's, that man, we, we took a lot of flack for that because people were just like that's too you know too far you've gone too far and then some people will be like it's oh, Christmas get the hell out of here laying in the street that's too far for some people and then other people it's just like your language and they'll try to tone police you and it, it just becomes really like oppressive basically uh, what they're telling you you can and can't do and it, I think it, people will say we're you know we're being divisive by um, by not controlling our speech and our language to, in a way that makes them comfortable and I would argue that it's more divisive to kind of try and restrain people and not base what they're you know not uh, base your opinions on what they're saying but based on how they're saying it and wh- you know how they're getting it across it's just a way to kind of say hey act more white now because I can't respect you because I've been conditioned to respect whiteness and you're not uh, living up to that expectation so uh, so yeah we're going to talk about that next week I'm really excited about the guests we have coming on uh, one last thing and, and uh, uh, we're going to talk about decluttering decluttering briefly. yeah Oh, this, is, yeah. this is a topic we were supposed to have a couple weeks ago, and uh, and everyone said they really wanted to talk about it. Uh, and unfortunately, we have like kind of can a, we like give a it more time oh, tonight? Well, we can. I mean, we can, we have like ten minutes. I mean, all right, long, all yeah. right cool. Yeah, that's good. let's do it. Um, we, we'll, I'll just premise this by saying we're talking about decluttering and like uh, organizing your life and and how it can like affect you spiritually and emotionally and even academically. Now, uh, when we do the uh, when JB and I do the Fly Right Group and Nate, uh, one of the lessons that we talk about with uh, as it pertains to writer's block is when you're trying to 
right be in a clean space and this is one of the things the first things I used when I you know when I started writing and I started realizing that my environment had a big, big impact on how I would write and what I could write and how I put words together mm-hmm. um, so I would either make sure that the space I was in was clean or I would go to a, a space, space. So, yeah. so I would do a lot of like writing in a library or in my car someplace where I just felt like there wasn't a lot of clutter because right. if there's clutter around I just realized that the bars wasn't, weren't as good I was stressed out like just in a little way it was like distracting my mind and my thoughts weren't as clear so I always like use this for writing um, and, I, and I've just been hearing this from a lot of other people that they really if they're not in a clean space they really can't think as clearly and it just doesn't um, they don't feel as centered and everything so uh, when we first started B-Shot Radio at Nate's house we were in we were in his uh, his studio room yeah. and it's it's a little tight it's a little cluttered remember oh, and we were like Nate was like yo I think we should move this out to the dining room yeah, area yeah. Nate, well Nate's a hoarder too so that makes yeah he is cluttered. a hoarder yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> it's not I'm, my place is cluttered but I'm not gonna go for, so far as say I'm a hoarder no did. you're a whore dude. oh okay pause okay. was pause? that a whore Wait, joke yeah that? that was pause Dur. hoarder 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 she's hoarder so anyway Nate, I want to hear from you because you, I feel like you're somewhat uh, retentive about this type of thing. But <laughs> well, okay, so I um, my my place is definitely a little bit more cluttered than I would like it to be, um, and I think that uh, um, I, I think it probably does affect my mind state um, and I wonder if I would if I if if it was less cluttered if it was more you know straightened out and there was a place for everything if uh, you know I would be able to maybe concentrate during work because you know I work out of my house so maybe I could work maybe I would work better maybe I'd have better concentration during work maybe I'd actually get a mixtape would be higher yeah maybe my productivity would be higher maybe maybe I'd actually get a mixtape or something done or you know I mean uh, yeah, I gotta wonder but but I also do realize that there are certain things about the way my mind works and my personality that makes me more likely to, um, number one, hold on to things, and number two, uh, not clean up. <laughs> and I think um, I, I tend to, when I think about throwing something out, I think of waste. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of wow, this is re- I'm really wasting this right now. I'm not you, you know. It's just going to go to the garbage. Maybe somebody else could use it. And you know, when I think about oh, you know, let me put it on Craigslist or blah 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 or wherever, um, and maybe somebody can use it. You know, but that's a whole big process, right? And you can't do that with everything that you have, right? So things never end up leaving because There's it doesn't happen. There's an app for that called Let Go. Is it Continue. Really? Yeah. yeah any, but anyway, um, so you know. That's one of the problems is dealing with the regret of creating waste, right? Um, and also, I find meaning in a lot of the things that I have, even if I haven't touched it. You know, whether it be you know old old vinyl, um, and or even stupid stuff like uh, papers that I feel like I got to hang on to for freaking seven years. You know what I mean? That. I really don't because I don't touch. They go in a folder and. Nate, have you ever had sex in a room where it was really cluttered versus a room where it was like really clean, like maybe a hotel room or something? Oh, Doesn't it change everything? Snap. Hotel sex is the best, and I really think it's just because I like, thought it was just because it was a different place. I, it could be that. You don't have to I really clean the think sheets. it's because yeah, you don't have to clean the sheets, <laughs> but like everything, even the towels are like meticulously hung up and stacked and a little. <laughs> oh snap! I never thought of it. That what do you way. think? I, I, it could just also be the different place aspect, but just even if it's not a hotel, like the different. This is something I realized early on. 
like um, and I was actually reading a survey recently about uh, things that turn like just like turn women off in general yeah. and so many women were like yeah if I go to his place and his place is cluttered I'm just out of there we're not fucking it's just over <laughs> <laughs> makes sense makes but it sense. changes the whole vibe it really does it changes uh, the whole a lot vibe. of does fuck you when up. guys don't have pillowcases oh don't have pillowcases Ugh. I definitely have like a t-shirt on one of my pillows right now because <laughs> 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 it's, it's laundry it's laundry month <laughs> so it's funny <laughs> <laughs> What I, I was just gonna I was just gonna change I was gonna go back to me. Oh. <laughs> I was just gonna say that that another I think that I, I like spending a lot more time actually like creating and building and making rather than cleaning up after myself. So the cleaning oh, up always or I should say rarely happens whereas I'm actually doing stuff so I'm not cleaning up after myself. That that tends to be oh, okay. that tends to be a part of my personality as well. Uh, we we recently did a, a hip hop clothing swap at at Albany where is the public library? Yeah. And uh, one thing as I was like prepping for it, I was you know picking out some clothes to donate, and I just realized that I have like this wealth. I have, like I have a bunch of clothes. I'm not a clothing person, but I just have all this stuff like piled up. So I donated a lot of it. I gave a lot of it away. I now have all this room in my closet. I also found clothes in the back of my closet that are dope that I actually will wear. So I feel like it even saved me money to just kind of go through mm. and see what I had because sometimes if you don't take inventory and get rid of the stuff you don't need you won't realize like oh I actually still have this or I can still rock this or you know this this is a book I've been meaning to read so you can right. actually find gems in your own you know in your own house and and we're such a stuff based society that I think going through and decluttering can just help you realize that oh I actually have some cool stuff in here I should probably use this and if I can't use it let me find someone who can use it mm-hmm. right yeah you know I've been going through this uh this situation where I'm moving or whatever and I've come across a whole bunch of stuff and it has it it's helped me move it's helped me start packing stuff up because I'm I'm finding old pictures from you know my mom's oh wow. um I'm looking at clothing that I haven't worn that still has tags on it you know, and like we had the clothing swap, like you said, I got rid of a whole host of shirts and jackets and stuff I know that I'm never going to wear again. How'd so you get rid of it? What'd I, you do with it? I brought it to the clothing swap. It was a kid's wrap. Oh, oh, the clothing swap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoops. Uh, you just mad because my stuff wasn't triple extra uh, Alright, so whatever We're really drunk True abandoned us I think we covered most of the stuff for tonight um, I do want to uh, remind people that Some people have been posting some cool phone apps up We didn't get a chance to read them But uh, the hashtag is top apps And we'll retweet some of them out And maybe read Showbox uh, Yeah, Showbox was a good one I, You know, I should say mine You know, I'll say mine real quickly My right. my probably most used app is called Screen Filter And it's such a I, It sounds useless to say it But it just dims your screen really, really, really dim. And I have sensitive eyes. And a lot of times I'll be using my phone like somewhere where I shouldn't, like whether it's a, a movie, movie theater or like while I'm having sex. And I want the screen, what? I want the screen really, really dim. So screen filter lets me like dim. I'm kidding. Uh, screen, <laughs> screen filter lets me dim the screen really, really dim so that it's like barely backlit. And it's great. And no one knows I'm using it. And other people can't really see what I'm doing. And um, that's probably my most used, used app. I also like uh, Photo Grid. And I use that to make a lot of the Beach Shot Radio promo. Oh, I've been using that Dope. lately too. You, yeah, you hit me up the other day. Like, uh, what yeah. app do you use for it? Yeah, yeah. So, Photogrid's a good one for that. And um, uh, and clearly, I'm kind of addicted to Pokemon Go now. So, yeah. just on a, just the way the app is set up, I Yeah, you I almost got us impressive. into a freaking accident. I did not. <laughs> but did you die? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jen, what apps are you using? Um, currently, my new favorite one is To Do. It okay. really keeps like what I have to do in order and sets timers and reminders and connects with my Outlook, my Gmail, and 
my text messages. It's pretty great. To do? Cool. To do. I, to do. I use uh, Evernote, I think, for some of that. Evernote's pretty great. Yeah. Yo, YouTube just downloaded an app on my phone without me asking. It's called YouTube Music. But uh, the uh, It's the, actually pretty dope. The icon, it is dope, but the icon for it, uh, it couldn't fit YouTube Music, so it, it abbreviated to YT for YouTube Music. So when I first saw it, I was like, what is this? YT White Music? Why is this on my... <laughs> so I just thought... I thought white, no, it's YT Music. YT, yeah. YT Music. So I was like, why is this White Music app on my phone? But it is, but it is a dope app. I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, uh, JB, what do you got? I told you, Showbox. That's show, my that's favorite. Your that's your name. We're just bootlegging movies. Bo- no, yes. It's not. The FBI is watching. Let's stop. NSA. <laughs> dope, dope. All right, so uh, we will uh, be wrapping this up. I guess we, you know. Subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Uh, check out last week's episode, which uh, I thought was pretty cool. Jen, you said you listened to that one too, right? Mm-hmm. Doing your doing your homework. Uh, I liked. Uh, yeah, I definitely enjoyed some of these last couple of episodes we've had. We've had some really good guests on, and next week will be no different. We have uh, Sapio is going to be on. Amani, I believe, is supposed to be. Is- uh, Neveline from um, 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 Someone's um, catering Cups Right Oh cat- I love Cups Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. caterer from Cups I forget yeah. her name yeah. Is it Neveline Is that what it is Yeah so, No not Cups What's the other one Not Cups What's the what's the other one Alibis Country No not Alibis The one on um, on Pearl Street In the, in the, in the Coliseum Soul Kitchen oh, Soul, Soul Kitchen Soul, Soul Kitchen. Kitchen Okay yeah. yeah they're catering uh, yeah. Next week right Yeah I'm very excited about that So yeah, uh, yeah So we had, we've had like Some cool caterers And bartenders Thank you to uh, Jen For tending, yes, yes. tending bar tonight We appreciate Welcome it was definitely effective. I can tell early on, like as soon as we started the show, I'm like, damn, we're drunk already. <laughs> it's be one of yeah, the nights. first half really went a lot smoother than the second half did yeah. tonight, I would say. <laughs> uh, shout out to Kanye West in the fade video. Peep that if you haven't already heard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I guess that's it. So uh, yeah, subscribe to our podcast. We'll see you next week. This is Masai signing off. Uh, shout out to Kenneth Newman on the check-in. Uh, and this is JB and I'm out. Uh, DJ Nate the Great and I'm out. How about that? True Master left, but he would say save the whales. So yeah, good night, everybody. Would. Peace.